is going on guys it is your boy tkd123 here back in your pleasure store this is of course save slot podcast episode 14 the weekly news show about any and all things ps5 playstation games and playstation itself with me of course my luxurious co-host the arachnid how are you doing good sir i'm doing well how are you now usually you know it's just two peas in the pod you know two 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 maloons in the crate what's a maloon i don't know but we have a third with us here today, of course, the slim, not shady one. Teruel Dudley, how are you doing, good sir? Oh, I'm just doing fantastic. I'm doing fantastic. Doing. Been playing a lot. Been playing mm. a lot mm. since it came mm. out. A ridiculous amount, if I do say so myself. Mm. Mm. And 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 it's it's like, man, like where did it, where did Arachnite go? <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? Arachnite, <laughs> where you at? <laughs> He's gone. All right, so uh, those listening, of course, here, um, there was a little bit of a recording mishap. You know, we don't have to say who was the problem. It was me. You know, we don't have to do all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to say it was because someone may or may not have gotten a new mic, right? And uh, may or may not have checked the settings. You know, it's, hey, I've lost way bigger shows before. You it know? really? So. As, as a, a smart man once said, it really do be like that sometimes it, it it truly do it truly do so unfortunately you know it's 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 almost 11 p.m and i did not want to you know bother arachnite you know he we had a great rest of the podcast his end is still here is just uh you know to be honestly frank me and arachnite honestly did not contribute that much to this mlb talk which we did have of course through definitely on here to talk a little bit about mlb the show 21 uh and uh so i felt just not necessary to bring him in for this little section but he will be back in about we'll say 15 20 minutes when when we're done with this section you'll hear arachnite sweet voice indeed after that indeed, so, indeed. Uh, we're thinking so yeah. about you arachnite oh we're thinking of about course. you while, while saying these words an absolute king an absolute king of course uh but you know as i said before you know me and arachnite definitely have no touchstone to any sports game whatsoever, let alone MLB The Show 21. And uh, I definitely have my eyes on this MLB specifically, not because it's a baseball game and not because it's a, you know, MLB The Show game, but specifically because it is uh, a rarity in terms of it being a PlayStation first party developed game on fucking Game Pass, on Xbox platforms, nonetheless on Game Pass day one. So uh, I definitely wanted to just get some opinions at least somewhere on this channel about MLB the show. So I figured why not bring in to real deathly. You know what's unfortunate? We talked about how us three were, oh yeah, yo, it's the road to Miles Morales crew back again. Oh, oh man. tragic. Man. Tragic. Ugh. But it's okay. You know, we'll it's okay. Yeah. We'll be back we'll, soon. I'm sure there's another excuse to bring you on. I'm sure we'll figure it Indeed. out for sure. Indeed. For sure. And even if not, soon is a relative term to whenever Spider Man two comes out. We're yeah, like that's that's definitely pulling up. We're biting definitely our coming out. It's like it's oh, like yeah. Thanos. Yeah. As soon as that mm. tr- that teaser drops for Spider Man Two, fine, I'll do it myself. Literally, literally. Well, I, I I almost think that we could start right when the first trailer drops. I probably won't start the show then, but start <laughs> I've, thinking I've, about it. Start getting antsy. Oh, start having our. I'm already cutting trailers. Curl a little bit. I'm already cutting the intro off the first teaser trailers. Say less, King. Say less, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already making the road to intro, right? But enough of all that. Let's how was MLB this year? Yeah, Indeed. how was how Indeed. was you know what I'm saying? You got so, you know what I'm saying? Papi, 
But, you know big papi from, from Boston. <laughs> big papi. Hey. Oh, shout man. out, shout out David Ortiz. Oh, Great play. Big papi Great was play. good. Was Indeed. good. Indeed. And I mean, that shows you something. That you know his nickname when you don't know baseball. That shows something. I feel like I know it more because he's Dominican. Of course. To of be course. Honest, but, but I mean, I mean, not, but but like I mean I most baseball players that are good are, are from Spanish countries. True. True. But true. enough of all that. That's side topics. After 60 hours, I just wanted to get that out of the way. 60 hours, which is ridiculous, of game times, game time from Thursday when it came out pre-release. I'm really liking this game so far. I don't know how much I'm liking it more than last year. As far as gameplay goes, it's not too much different. But I do want to say something that might make other sports sports game fans uneasy. And that is Mm. that MLB is unequivocally the best sports game out. And that is because, Kevin, there is no exploit within the game. There's nothing that you can take advantage of to, honestly, without question, win the game. In Madden, for example, there are offensive plays that you can run that disrupt the AI on the defense and make them act in weird ways to let you score. And in NBA 2K, you can spam dribbles or spam different moves to be able to just basically sprint past any defender. That defender cannot keep up no matter how high their lateral quickness is. It's, it's an exploit. That's all it is. In, in MLB, there is no exploit to take advantage of to win the game. If you're better, you simply win. That's honestly all it is. There are, of course, you know, some things that happen within the game that are just, you know, uh, just wild, you know, some random right. occurrences. Right. But it's nothing that you can take advantage of to become a better player just at the bottom line. And that's what I love mm-hmm. so much about MLB. You know, would you say like there's no um there's no meta necessarily? Would you say that I or would, like a very like limited meta? You know what I'm saying? I would say it's it's definitely a limited meta. Like okay. I would take the example that um, I have not played FIFA at all. I don't really know anything about soccer whatsoever. But my friend told me that when you play FIFA online, every game that you play, there's going to be a different team that you face. There is zero meta in FIFA. You can use Basically, not any combination because, you know, they have different quirks that allow them to play to play better together. But they're, they're, every team that you face in FIFA is going to be different. In Madden, every team that you face is going to be the exact same. There is a clear meta. In MLB, mm-hmm. I would say it's, as you said, somewhere in the middle where there is definitely going to be a, co- a, a common denominator when it comes to players that people use. But there are so many good players that you really you're not going to see like a total consistent lineup, right? Um, right. Okay. But that's just that's just sort of like overall. Um, just for this game specifically, I do have a huge issue with the fact that San Diego Studios decided to open up their player base by practically times two. You know, you have an entire Game Pass fan base that might not have ever played an MLB game. You know, the last MLB game that was not a PlayStation exclusive was MLB 2K. And that was back when I was like nine years old. So a lot of the player base that's on Xbox right now might not have played MLB. So, you know, they're seeing it for free and they're thinking, you know what? Let me try that. Let me get on that. Let's see what's what's popping. And the servers have taken a huge hit because of it. 
Yeah, yeah, and and just to add more more context. I think it was this week we got numbers that Game Pass subscribers have hit. I think twenty one million or twenty two, somewhere around there. Exactly, but so there definitely is. above twenty million. Obviously, we're not saying you're not saying that twenty million fucking people tried MLB, but that was the uh, that's the available pool that could try it. Indeed, with Game Indeed. Pass, it is so, a significant you know. yeah. increase, and it feels like they did nothing to compensate for it with the servers. Because um, while I did not have the opportunity to play yesterday because I was working all day, my friends did. And besides yesterday, there was not a full 12-hour period where the servers did not go down at least once. Mm. Which is just an abomination to me. Like, honestly, like I just want to play the game. It's, it's really frustrating when I just want to play the game and I keep getting kicked off the servers over and over again. And while I say that yesterday there was no uh, no server outage, there was an issue where you would complete a game and it would kick you off the servers as if there was an outage and you would just have to keep trying to get back in. And that tells me that the servers were just at the end of their bandwidth. You know what I mean? Mm, but right, I feel like it's right. just an issue that should not should not be. It just should not be, really. And actually, when, you, when you're adding <laughs> such a big player base. To again add more content because I'm like I'm I'm very curious how it's doing right now in Game Pass. It is currently number two in uh, <laughs> current players playing Game Pass. Not surprising. Uh, right now, only beat by of course GTA Five, which who the fuck could beat GTA Five? Yeah, no. So no uh, yeah, yeah. And will be the show. Uh, actually, interesting enough, the Xbox One version is being played more than the Series X and S version. Very currently. interesting. Which, I mean, I guess it makes a little bit of sense, right? Like, I mean, the um, series X and S are having a hard time selling just like PS5s. So there's a lot of more course. Xbox Ones out there in the wild. A lot more PS4s out there in the wild, for sure. So, um, I guess that makes sense, like, when you really think about it. But that is interesting. That is interesting. It is. It is. And um, while I am, like, you know, frustrated with the servers, I do want to get into a little bit more of the um, the actual gameplay stuff. Um, they added two new two new defensive mechanics to the game. One of them is a pitching mechanic, which I've, in between the first recording that went wrong and now, I've gotten a little bit more information from, from my friends that use it more often than I do. While it is very hard to do, it is very useful. What you're basically doing is, while you're watching the pitcher do his windup, you're mimicking a rotation with your right stick in order to mimic the windup that he's doing. And then once he releases, you flick down on the stick in the same pattern that it wants you to on the screen. And then you can throw your pitch much more accurately if you are good at it, that is. It is a little bit more difficult, but it just, honestly, it just takes more time to get used to. That's, that's, that's what it is. I honestly just have not, I, I have not had enough time with that mechanic to become good at it, but it is a very good mechanic. But opposed to that, there is the new fielding mechanic where there is if i could just describe it blatantly there is a blue bar underneath you when you are trying to field a fly ball and mm -hmm. depending on what the fielding stat is of that player you know if it's higher the bar underneath will be uh smaller allowing you to locate the ball a little bit better and if the fielding stat is is lower then it will have a bigger bar allowing it to be a little bit more difficult to find but the problem is the old fielding mechanic just tells you exactly where the ball is 
So really, my initial thought is there's no there's no usefulness to this new mechanic when the old mechanic tells me exactly what I need to know. But I see when I, I see. when I brought that topic up to my friend who admittedly he is better than me at the game. He brought up the fact that with the old mechanic, it just takes the base fact of the statistics of the fielding, like I was talking about before, and just automatically gives you the the result, basically. For example, if a player has a lower amount of fielding and they're trying to field a fly ball, they'll react slower and move slower towards the ball in order to field it. With this, it's much more of a, a strict manual control with the new mechanic. And that's something that I'm gonna, just going to have to try and work with a little bit more myself. Hmm. But okay. overall, okay. I feel like with the old mechanic, you're definitely set up for success. Because that's right. just you building a good team. Once you have a good team, then the old mechanic is its fine. It works perfectly. But... Hmm. Besides the new mechanics, I do want to talk about a lesser a lesser important aspect of the game. I would say that's it's just lesser important to most players rather than somebody like me. Because when I go into the game, especially when this is the first game on next gen, I don't expect the menu system specifically to take a step back. I honestly feel like I am watching a game or and playing a game that is on PS3 when I'm in the menu system. And I would honestly say that that's just towards the design. The navigation of the menu system is a little bit slow due to the server issues that I talked about before, but I'm mostly just talking about the design of it. I feel like they might have been going for like a, a sleek, a sleek look, but it really just did not come off that way. It came off simplified. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Like, I think you said this, but like, do you feel that like they were going for like a sleek type of aspect, but it just ended up just personally? Just personally, I don't. That's that's honestly just what I've heard from other people that play the game that they might have been just looking for that sleek look and just didn't come off the right way. But it really just it it just feels lazy, honestly. Like if I had to really you know just what? put it into a term, it just feels kind of lazy. You know what I was thinking about too, actually. So I watched a I watched a Digital Foundry video, um, and uh, they were talking about how like they, based on their analysis of all of the platforms that have MLB the Show on right for this year's game, that uh, it, it became very clear to them that um, okay, like this when you're playing the PS5 version of that game, like it is heavily the ps4 essentially just with more built just with more bells and whistles and all that higher frame rate you know better textures better lighting etc but like it's it's raw bones is essentially from the ps4 and the same on the xbox side right so i'm thinking like okay maybe the menu there's probably gonna be some truth to what you're saying like obviously it's not ps3 but maybe it's literally like <laughs> because the last gen uh game you know maybe perhaps can't but even that seems wild because yes, like I was, I think, I've 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 never heard of a game like not being able to run like a quote unquote like next generation UI, right? Or like menu system at least, right? Like yeah. So I'm not sure if that I really think, adds anything to it, but like I think probably something in there. I think Arachnite brought yeah. up a point that was similar to that, 
where he was correct in the fact that like they might have been just as you said like compensating for the, pre the for the previous gen but i feel like even with that it's still just a little bit lazy yeah yeah no uh, definitely 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 because it's not like they just you know decided like this year oh let's put it on we got the announcement back in i think december 2019 that mlb the show 21 would be multi-plat yeah um yeah like so it time. was the announcement yeah it was the announcement that the show 20 would be the last playstation only mlb and then the next year's game they would go multiplayer. yeah so they knew it's not like it was like you know exactly just a run-of-the-mill just random decision yeah and then sure. to piggyback off of you know like the the subtopic of aesthetics with the menu system the graphics of the game are another thing that's holding mlb back with mb with 2k and with madden I, honestly i'm just stick to 2k with 2k every time it comes out the the joke is look at the sweat oh my god look at the players sweating this this and that random graphics that make the game look realistic i believe i brought up before earlier today that there was there was a video on twitter during the pandemic when there was no games going on a kid brought up a broadcast style 2k game which is just the regular broadcast camera that you see on tv but with the 2k game obviously and brought his grandfather into the room and his grandfather watched that 2k game as if it was a real game going on because the you know the graphics and all of that are just so good with madden you have about the same thing the madden graphics are very very good their face scans are pretty much pretty much perfect the 2k face scans are perfect I'm going to say that right now. 2K aesthetics are just on point. But MLB, there's just a, a much-needed facelift that's missing. They need just a, a $30,000 facelift and a 30,000cc injection of Botox into their cheek. They need an update in the face scans. They need an update in, the, in how the, uh, the, body, the body figures look. They need an, an update on how the stadiums look. And once they do that, once they make the game look great, along with the already great, in my opinion, gameplay, I feel like they'll be a top dog in the sports industry. When right now, they're not really talked about. And that could be because the MLB doesn't know how to market their players and make them interesting like the MLB or like the NBA and like the NFL do. But I feel like just within the gaming community, I feel like they would get a lot more respect if they were able to up their aesthetics. Mm, yeah, very, very well said. Like I um has had like a story that honestly, it's not even a story. This happens honestly, maybe like once every like few months, right? Like obviously, I'm a gamer boy, right? Like if I see a game, I know it's a game, right? But hey, there's sometimes I'll just walk in the room at my friend's apartment and they're playing 2K and for a good split second there, I think it's a real game. You know, like yeah. like just like like a quick glance, like the lighting and the way the camera totally would be set up. It's like, oh, f oh, wait, it's like, oh, oh, wait, 2K. OK, I don't feel it's like, like a split second. Yeah, I don't feel like yeah. you'll ever get that that feeling with Madden just because of no. the sideline and the crowds need a little bit of an update but yeah 2k 
easily just looks real. Like that's just yeah, all there is to it. Yeah. There's there's been clips of actual NBA footage that I thought was 2K. Yeah, Madden. I have never had that. I've seen Madden be played all the time there too, and never had that with Madden. Um, UFC, same thing. But 2K is the one where it's like when you see that zoomed out shot and that basketball court and that lighting just hits in a very realistic fashion. And when the camera zoomed out and those, you know, got people on the court, whatever, like it, for a split second, definitely looks like real life, for sure. Yes. For sure. And. For sure. Since I am in MLB, I'm primarily a Diamond Dynasty player, which is, if I had to sum it up, it's like those baseball cards that you've seen all of your life. Picture opening that pack of baseball cards, and now every player that you have in that pack is on your team. They have different ratings that pertain to how they played in real life, and you can use them in-game just like other players, right? So the whole point of that game mode is it's heavy microtransaction. You buy packs, you, you open those packs, and they could have a variety of valued players. From the top, of course, being, you know, a diamond, and the lowest being a common. And all of those players have different values. Now, the reason that I want to bring that up is because I have a little tinfoil hat conspiracy theory that with this release of MLB The Show 21 on both consoles, now that they have a whole player base of, we're not going to call them fans, we're going to call them customers in this scenario. Now that they have a whole new player base of customers, they want to raise the uh, parameters or the pack odds, if you may, if you might say, so that these new players are getting better returns and they're more likely to stay and they're more likely to pull more packs and keep playing the game. Now, I've talked to a couple people, including my friend Answer, who I mentioned before in the Lost podcast, that he spends a very ridiculous amount of, the, of money on these games. And he says that in the regular packs, that there are, what he's noticed, not that much of a difference. I've noticed a huge difference personally, and within my friend group, I've noticed a huge difference. But with him personally, and he spends more money than us combined, that's why I value this opinion so much, there's, there's not been that much of a change. Oh my god, you know what just hit me? Could it be like some sort of like skill based thing where like or or maybe like a time play thing or if it's skill based, I'm thinking, OK, maybe like the lesser. I don't know how they I, would, I mean, I'm sure there's like stats in like MLB, but like, are you, you know, are you or like if there's the a reason lesser not. skilled are more inclined to pull better to or get are you saying that the yeah, more played, yeah. more skilled are more inclined to pull better. No, I'm saying like the lesser skilled players. In comparison, not saying that you're a bad player. I'm not trying to say that. Oh no, but I like am. the way I'm, you I'm phrased it, like I'm, I fully accept myself as a bad player. I'm not. I'm just, not very good. Just it's gonna be like you versus like answer, right? Who you have said is a way better player. Um, could maybe that be a nugget of truth? Damn, I would. It's a possibility. Yeah, it's a, possibility. It's a little bit hard yeah. to gauge right now, just because, just because all of the, all of the great rewards that I received and all of my friends received are within a week. You know, so it's a little bit hard to tell. 
I feel like maybe a month or two from now, we'll have a little bit better of a gauge on, on how the probability is for packs for, for this year. But as of right now, I'm not sure if we would be able to tell that. Because, you yeah. know, obviously everybody starts at the same time played. Right. 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 But that is a very, the very interesting thought. I mean, like, I... I just think about COD, you know, how it's like, yeah, like you're essentially punished for being good in COD now. So <laughs> just wondering if that was like probably part of it too, but interesting. Okay. 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 Like, I guess generally speaking, you know, when you, when you tickle your thoughts, wrap up, wrap up in the bow, like, do you consider this game to be a good year for MLB the show? Like, is it just a, a, a sane, do. good game? There's problems, but you know, it's a good I game do. or... I yeah, do yeah. because I feel like, and while this might be a, a minute inconsequential thing to players that play Diamond Dynasty more, you know, they're more inclined to play the online game modes, but I feel like the additions to the Road to the Show mode are what kind of just pushed it a little bit over the, over the edge for me, you know, because they made minute updates to the Diamond Dynasty mode that made it a little bit a little bit better for the players that like to grind you know there's a lot there's a there's a big grind aspect to diamond dynasty where you're playing against the cpu to try and earn rewards like this is a very hard earning like 60 hours is that was all me grinding but on the outside of that road to the show has really before this year it's not received a huge update it's just been you select your archetype on what type of player you want to be, whether that's a pitcher or a position player slash hitter, and then you just move on into your career, just very vanilla, just do your thing. This year, you are automatically put into a position where you are a two-way player, where you're a position player and a hitter, as well as a pitcher. And then after you are given that role, they ask you if that's really what you want to do. You're given the option to just do one, or you can just continue to do both. And then once you continue to do both, you can choose your different play time for both. It's just, they've added a lot of necessary depth to the game mode that I, it's, it's honestly, it's really drawn my attention, to be completely honest with you. Whenever the servers go down, or whenever I'm feeling just maybe angry or whatever because i mean you guys know how it is you're playing a game that you love you get angry very easily maybe you want to just take a little break my little break for me is to play the road to the show where you're just playing against the cpu you're upgrading your player it's just it's just bottom line fun that's all it is and they've made very good upgrades to that game mode this year mm. and i feel like that upgrade is what has put it over the edge well said well said okay i see that i see that so definitely it has your blessing it does you know it does to be purchased on ps5 and you gotta get the fucking the fucking higher tier uh what was it are you it, talking about the jackie robinson don't you, edition yeah don't you need that to do well, like to get the ps4 and ps5 cross by thing is that what's going on you don't on? need that. that's trash you don't need that i think um the only like necessity for it was you needed to get the Jackie Robinson version to get early access as well as I don't believe any Xbox players or Game Pass players had access 
or excuse me, had early access. I think that was just mm. PlayStation got early access if you pre-ordered the Jackie Robinson, as well as a bunch of additional items in Diamond Dynasty. Like there's a currency that you can earn and um, they give you a free, I believe, 30,000, which is, it's not that much, but you know, it's something, as well right. as a variety of different packs that give you both guaranteed players to start on your team, which are very good in my opinion, as well as non-guaranteed packs. And in those non-guaranteed packs, that's where I pulled a, a, a good amount of players. So mm. if you're gonna disagree with me on my tinfoil hat theory, of all the pack odds being raised, you might at least agree with me on saying that the free packs that you get for the pre-order, those odds are raised to make people, or to incentivize people to pull packs with extra money. Okay. But the, okay. One, the one thing that I want to just make sure that I don't miss out on uh, that I said earlier before we wrap up is that if you are somebody that's listening to this and by god i don't know how you made it through all of this if you're not even at all interested in it you are a trooper but if you made it this far and you're not if you you don't really know how to grasp onto mlb the way that i would put it in a video game standard is a twitch based turn or sorry i messed it up again a twitch reaction <laughs> turn based game that's really all it is. The opponent is, yeah. is choosing a pitch to send you. They're choosing location to send you. And then you have a Twitch reaction to respond to that pitch. It's really turn-based. I was I was driving to work today, right? And I was like, man, okay, so like, like that was a really cool breakdown Billy did of MLB. Now we're going to have to re-record it after work. But like, you know, it was it was very, very good conversation. And like this was as well, right? Uh, and I was like, damn. Like, you know, like, I've just never been really into 2K or, 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 like, any really sports game because, like, I don't really have a deep understanding of the game, right? I think the the sport I'm probably most knowledgeable of, which I would even call myself knowledgeable of in the first place, is probably basketball, right? But, yeah. you know, I, I, I really couldn't break down a game if you really asked me to, but I could watch it. I know what's going on. Um, I wonder if I could learn how to play a sport if I learn how to play the game, I'm gonna I mean, I play game. tons of games. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm saying? Like, I wonder game. if I could reverse engineer it. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Absolutely. Interesting. Because, okay. and I'm going to start off this strictly within MLB, and then I'm going to break it off into 2K and, and, and Madden, if that's okay with you. With, with MLB, specifically in the Diamond Dynasty mode, with all of the cards like I was talking about before that you could pull out of the packs and they would be on your team they have a card that is specifically for a real player in real life if you are playing in the MLB you have a card in the game and they are called live series cards where their performance in real life dictates how their card will be in the game for example Aaron Judge, right now, he is an 88 overall out of a max possibility of 99, right? And let's say Aaron Judge goes out there and just performs terribly. He does not do very well, and he comes back and just, just keeps doing poorly. MLB will lower his overall in the game, which innately lowers his price. But the point is, 
that without watching a single MLB game, you could watch these live series cards and determine how these cards are performing. Because you could see a very good player get downgraded to a status that is, you know, mediocre and wonder, oh, I wonder why that is. And you can look up how that player is doing, see his stats, and then that's the beginning of a further understanding of the sport. And then, of course, once you get into the gameplay aspect of it, that's when you start to understand the sport on a deeper level. And then that's the same thing with Madden and 2K. I feel like once you play Madden, you'll start to you'll start to learn things from the outside. A thing that I like to call putting terms putting terminology to definitions that you already knew. So yeah. what's going to happen when you start playing Madden is let's say just to put it simply, you start running with the running back. You'll notice that there is an opening for you to run it, right? And then once you start reading those openings starting to open up, you'll learn that these are actual technical aspects of the game and you'll start to understand that. And while I'm saying this, as somebody looking from the outside, that might sound really confusing. But honestly, it's meant to sound confusing because the whole point is once you start playing the game, that's when the confusion starts to fade away. Honestly, Madden 2K and MLB have been a driving force in me understanding the sports a little bit better Mm. i Mm. i have been a yankee fan my entire life and i've started watching games this past year and the year before because of how much i've been playing mlb and when you start playing the games it makes you want to watch like it it makes you like the sport better like it makes you want to watch things about it you know like watch highlights whatever and then that's when the love starts but i don't know I, i could be capping but I really believe that playing the games helps you understand the sport better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm totally not saying I am, but it's a it's an interesting thought, you know. So may, what you're hey, telling me maybe. is there's a series confirmed to be coming of you playing these games. Jeez, geez. let's go, let's go, um, let's get it in the comment um, like, section. What? Let's what go. Good name Release the Kevin G- cut. Release the Kevin cut of MLB and How about, MLB at Madden and 2K. Let's go. I got it. I got it. How about TK Play? Please. It's called it's called TK Play. <laughs> first the first run. Can we understand 2K? <laughs> Dude, oh, we could we could do this. Listen, you're playing, you know, like the TK play, and then I will take the role of your coach. Anytime yeah, you have a that's question, exactly what I was thinking. Anytime <laughs> like you have a Discord. question, you don't understand something, <laughs> I'm there. In the first oh, couple man. episodes, I'm there. Just to hold your hand until you understand it. And then once you understand it, I'm going to let go and watch you flourish. That'd be fun. Honestly, not not a bad series. Not, not a bad series. I'm not going to lie. Know. I'm getting kind of excited for it. Listen, I'm going to keep that in the tuck, you know, because, hey, we have, yeah, we have, we have, we have, Put that we have the, the Road 2 series. Yeah, put that yeah. in the cabinet. Put it in the cabinet. Yeah, we have we have the Road 2 podcast. We have stream series. You know what I'm saying? TK Play, we're, we're, we're going to keep that on a little thumb drive, you know? We're going to we're gonna remember that. Indeed. Very exciting prospect, mm-hmm. though. Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, I appreciate you coming on just because, A, I don't know a lot about 2K. And I wanted at least to service some of that crowd here on Saves Out Podcast, of course. But... Um, besides Saves Our Podcast, where can the people where where can the people find you, my boy? 
I heard you got Comic Source going on. I think oh, that indeed. I think you know what I'm oh, saying. Indeed. A little, we started Comic Source. Got a little recently. segue. Okay. Started okay. Comic Source okay. recently. This this Sunday, hopefully Monday, barring any procrastination. You know, we hate procrastination, but it happens. We're going to be having the Falcon and Winter Soldier, the finale review and breakdown. I'm going to be releasing that as well as a an introduction video, if you will, into Invincible. Because I feel like more people should be watching Invincible. Maybe a month or two from now, that will be the show that everybody is talking about. But this show is just gorgeous. If what I just said didn't convince you that you want to watch the show, go on over to Comic Source. I'm going to be releasing a video that's going to convince you within the next couple of days. And then after that, I'm going to be releasing a video about Shang-Chi, breaking down his character, as well as the Mandarin and the Ten Rings, which has been just a little bit disrespected in the MCU. I feel like they're a little bit more badass than has what been represented. Um, mm. Mm. But yeah, if you enjoy Star Wars, Marvel, or DC Comics, just go on ahead and, and come over to Comic Source. I'd appreciate your support. And uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. What was I gonna say? I was gonna say, oh man, I was gonna say, oh, you call it procrastination, right? But hey, you know what you could also call it? Look, it's just a creative process. Indeed. Sometimes the creative juices aren't flowing, and that's not your fault. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, I, and then other days, fault. exactly, the other days you get inspired, and it's like, I bet these juices are flowing, you know? So, indeed. And it just, that's it's unfortunate <laughs> that a lot of the time the creative juices are flowing when I'm serving breadsticks up at Olive Garden. Dude, retweet that. Retweet. That's why I always write it down in my notes app on my iPhone. Ooh, that's what snap. I do. I always just write, write down ideas like left, left and right, just in case. So I keep them in the tuck. Um, but yeah, pleasure coming on. Definitely, your link will be down below in the description. I did not say that last time, so I'm glad I got to say it now. Link will be <laughs> down below in the description. Check out the homie. Check out comic stores, all that great stuff. Indeed, indeed. and um. Yeah, back to back to just me and Arachne. All right, now that that asshole's gone, <laughs> talking about oh, I'm gonna hit him balls. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're we're gonna I'm gonna blaze through the games I've been playing real quick. You know, then Arachne, you can say your piece. Uh, just because we have uh not the most substantial amount of news topics, but it's it it's like low key a lot. But uh, let's just um get it going here so you know what actually i'm gonna tell billy to share the file in the in the drive you can tell me what you've been playing first uh persona 5 <laughs> it's literally yes sir it's yes, literally sir. been non-stop persona for since the last time we talked and honestly, I've been vibing. Like the last time we talked, I was near, like at the very beginning of the game, you know, again getting the feel of it. And now I'm in the end game. Mm. Like it has been, as soon as I'm like, you know, I get, I wake up, you know, brush my teeth, make some tea. Once all, once my morning routine is done, and I, I just sit down and I play Persona literally all day. That's that. That sounds fantastic, King. Sounds fantastic. It's it's been very nice. It's been therapeutic. Hmm. Okay. So. Okay. I I've been trying to burn through it a little bit. I've been enjoying every second of it, but I wanted to play Near Replicant on release. So I'm finishing up Persona. I'll probably finish it today. 
which makes me a little sad, but also I'm I'm happy I went through the journey. Then yeah. then it's on to near replicant, and then as soon as I'm done with near replicant, ma- like Resident Evil Eight comes out like in a in two weeks. Wait, Resident Evil is that what you said? Yeah, Resident Evil Eight comes out in like two weeks. Yeah, that's that's definitely coming up. I'm still bouncing between like, am I gonna play that at launch or am I gonna wait? I I still don't know what I'm gonna do. I why I don't know. I I'd say why not launch. I have a stupid reason. It's because like you know, man, like we're in oh, Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's you said sunny. Yeah, I like the vibe. Just yeah. played at night. <laughs> like you're so right. You're you're. <laughs> You're so right, but yeah, I mean, definitely, I'm gonna stream it because those Resident Evil Seven streams were fun as hell to stream. Like, like that was mad fun. So I'm definitely gonna stream Resident Evil Village. I know it goes against my only PlayStation games I stream on PlayStation Source, but Resident Evil is a separate case. Yeah, that that's a special separate case for sure, for sure. I I I don't un- like you know. The- <laughs> I, I don't understand your thought process sometimes. Like, bro, it's April. Like, <laughs> I know. I, May, you're going to wait five months? Listen, I know I'm dumb. I understand it's that. Not, it's not a matter of intellect. It's a matter of aesthetic. And if there's anything you and I can agree on most of the time, it's our aesthetic choices. That is true. That is true. But like, That's true. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> You know what? Okay, you know what? Okay, look. So, Returnal's around the corner. Oh, yeah. I gotta Can't play Returnal, wait for too. That. So, Returnal, we have, what, like, two weeks until Resident Evil when yeah. that drops? Or one week? May 8th. You got two weeks? Okay. If I... Okay. If I'm properly done with Returnal by that time, because in May, I want to get Biomutant, which I might play that at launch for sure, but that's end of May. Um, and the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, I'm going to buy that, but I'm not going to play it yet because that might be a long play club for Joy Clicks. So I might wait for that. Um, maybe I'll play Resident Evil Village on launch. Maybe. Yeah. I, There's, yeah. I yeah. think you definitely should. Like, Owen and I are def- I'm playing it at the launch night. Okay. Like, okay. like Owen, I can imagine, will be also, will also be playing it on launch night. Oh, big facts. Owen's all, actually, he'll be playing it before us, given his time zone. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, for sure. I was so mad when, yo, he was playing Miles and everything, like, 15 hours before me. I'm like, fuck, man. God damn it. Man. <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> he was playing it so ahead, bro. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, it's, what, like, I, you know, they, when the, I don't know why they get it early. They lost the war. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no! It was, it was, it was, it was Last of Us Part Two. I mean, oh yeah, Miles. No. Yeah, no, Miles who's waiting for his PS Five because they launched a week after the US. Yeah. So yeah, that one hurt for him especially. But it was Last of Us Part Two where he was playing early because time zones. He right. The Lord right, giveth right. and the Lord taketh away. Goddamn. That's true, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. But uh, I'm glad you're playing Persona. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Cool. And cool. Cool stuff right there. Yeah. No. It's been sixty-five hours. I legit have not played anything else than Persona. Like that's fire. That's fire. If you if you check like the people that are friends with me on uh, PlayStation, it's like you can just see it's like you know the Arachnite playing Persona Five Royal. It's like it's been all fucking day. And it's been great. I love the PS5. Like, I thought I could live with the PS4 for a while. 
it is night and day. Like those, love to see it, those load times, mm-hmm. just like the on-screen resolution, the menus, the controller. The PlayStation 5 is a beautiful console, and I'm so grateful that I got my hands on one. Listen, I'm just excited because when we start talking about these Returnal previews, bro, I'm I have a really, really good feeling about that game. Like, I have a really good feeling about that game, and the fact that like it's being posed as like one of like the first big PS5 games, um, I think I think it's gonna be really good. Right? I cannot wait for that game. But oh, we will talk about that later on for sure. Oh yeah, no, I'm. I'm super excited for Eternal. Like, it looks like my kind of game. Oh, I can't fuck. Dude, I'm itching at the fucking bone. I can't wait for that game. I swear. Um, I, you know, because this, 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 this eagerness to play Returnal, I haven't gotten to anything that is taking me too long to beat. You know what I'm saying? Because I really want to have a clean slate for Returnal to come through. Um, I did buy one of the last new Vita games to ever come out. Scourgebringer. It's on my Vita right now. It's downloaded. Um, another roguelike. So I think I'm going to wait until I'm done with, done with Returnal and then jump into Scourgebringer. I don't want to play two roguelikes at the same time, you know? Um, I get that. So, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, because, you know, just remembering what's good and what run and what game. Yeah. I feel like that'd be too much for me. So I'm going to wait until Scourgebringer um, on the Vita. Uh, I'm also going to be playing um, Peace Walker. Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker yeah. on um, on the Vita as well. But so I've been playing. Uh, l- l- let's start with Dirge Cerberus. There's there's twelve chapters. I'm on chapter eight. I feel like I'm on the last leg of this journey. I was not aware at how many other Final Fantasy VII characters are in this story besides Yuffie, Arachnite. Like the whole gang is here. Like everyone pulled up, and I had no idea. And they're all in their Advent Children clothing, bro. It's so fucking cool. Like, Tifa's here. Barrett's here. Cloud's here. Sid's here. You know? Like, um, uh, Kate Sith was already here in the beginning. But, um, but it, I was just not expecting pretty much the majority of the party to be with me here on this, on this adventure. Um, but... I gotta tell you right now, look, man, the story is carrying this game. The like single hand. Bad. It like with the auto aim and the, listen, I know auto aim's a noob thing. Uh, I was telling Tajay, but I think in this game specifically, it's almost required. And the fact that it was there at launch, because it's not like this game got a patch update. Like it's a PS2 game. Um I think they knew that. That like, look, this aiming is fucking trash in this game, and we just can't help it. So the lock-on auto aim when you're in close proximity to them, there's a range that you need to be in so that it can lock onto an enemy. Um, that's been helping out a ton. I've been making the gameplay like just very, very forgiving in uh, in like a lot of ways. But yeah, I think for this game specifically, it's pretty much required. Um, like, the gameplay, like, is not horrible, it's just, like, really uninspired, you know, really just vanilla, you know, um, and I can't even really knock them, right, like, I'm, I'm not sure if they were making shooters a lot at that particular point in time, back in 2006, 
or 2005, whenever this game came out. Um, so, you know, like, if they were used to more, like, you know, turn-based RPGs, like the, like, regular, uh, Final Fantasies, and, you know, I can't really knock it, but, um, I commend them for at least doing something different with Dirge Cerberus, with you playing as Vince Valentine, sorry, Vincent Valentine, um, so, yeah, it is what it is, but this story is carrying the game, and, um, I can't wait to have the full context, uh, going into, uh, Final Fantasy VII Integrate, so, very, very excited for that, um, so, overall, you know, I'm just pushing through it for the story, I'm almost there at the end, um, I'm sure I'll have my final thoughts next week, for sure, for sure, because I want to get this done, I want to get this done before Returnal, for sure, which I should be able to, um, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, and the only, uh, 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 and the only other thing I've been playing, honestly, is Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Motherfucking Patriots, Arachnite, this is the best Metal Gear so far. This is, this is, this, this thing right here, this joint right here, this is the one king, you know? The, uh, this is the perfect banana in the bunch, you know? This is the, this is the mango that's ripe to perfection, you know what I'm saying? That's a, that is a, an expression I have never heard of. <laughs> Listen, man, look, we, I need to conjure up the statements that have never been said before by humanity. About Metal Gear Solid 4. To, to yes. really encapsulate it. Yes. I, I I have not played Peace Walker. I have not played Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I've not played Ground Zeroes. I've not played MGS5, The Phantom Pain. Right? So maybe those are better. But... At this current juncture. At this current juncture. With 1, 2, and 3 down in the bag. Again, I'll never understand people that like MGS3 more than any other Metal Gear Solid. I think you're wrong. I think you have, like, rose-tinted glasses. I think you need to go back and, like, drop the nostalgia for a little bit and play the game again. Um, Metal Gear Solid 1, I still hold very dearly to me. Metal Gear Solid 2, maybe a little bit more than MGS 1. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I like those games a lot. But Metal Gear Solid 4 is, like, what I wanted post-MGS 2, and it's just giving it to me in full force, dude. Like, oh, my God, dude. Like, can I just say one? My boy Raiden is really out here he's he's really out here and i'm dude i'm i'm in love with this game i'm i'm guys metal gear wednesdays check it out i'm enjoying this game so much for sure and you can catch like obviously my like full full in-depth thoughts on joy clicks long play club um but it's really good i am enjoying my time so much with the game so i'm happy to hear that man that's that. That's that. I honestly would like to see you play through the Metal Gear series. Hmm. Someday. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like, it seems like they're longer. I'm just playing them in little bits every week for content, right? But I think you could blow through these games really quickly. You know? They're 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 not that long at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're you're for streaming sure. them. Streaming games always makes games seem a lot longer. Yeah, which is why I w- never particularly fancied the idea, because yeah, yeah, whenever there's a new game, I I I'm a person that loves to get immersed in their games. Like, I don't know if it sounds weird or whatever. Fuck it, I don't care. Um, I especially in RPGs because you know that's the point. I like to put myself in the perspective of the protagonist. Oh no, that's no, that's totally not weird. Yeah, so 
it's I can't do that if there are people watching me, which hinders my experience significantly. Mm. Like there there are some games where that can't happen. And there are games and I love games like that sometimes, like depending on the game. Like uh, Doom Eternal. I am not the Doom Slayer. <laughs> I can never be the Doom Slayer. No matter how hard I try. So that's just a game where I you know, your brain turns off and you're in violence. Your brain switches to just straight violence. Mm. That that's mm. something I could play on a stream. But anything story related, like that has an emphasis on the story, is something that I don't think I could do. And he, yeah, no, that's a, that's it. But yeah. I I could do it for like you guys, like for you know, like friends and stuff, but not like on a like a YouTube or Twitch stream. Sorry, that was my last comment. No, no, yeah, yeah. Like I've I feel like I've gotten a lot better at it. Um I'll just be straight up in chat. Like I just won't talk if, if there's a if there's something story going on in the game. I, I just won't talk. Cause like the stream series is not only streams, they are streams, but it's also so that I can build a catalog of like let's plays. Yeah. On the channel, you know, as well. Like so I kinda just try to do them both and I try to make sure that whether you're watching on VOD or watching live on stream that it's good in both aspects but definitely not easy for sure i feel you on that I feel you on that and i'm and i'm the only one i'm so i have decided that i'm not going to play peace walker on stream we're just going to watch a video but i am going to play it offline on my vita cuz i want to play that psp game on a psp format you know what i'm saying um so that one we're we're just going to watch like cutscenes about whatever the fuck um i'll play metal gear rising of course the only one i'm kind of worried about is mgs5 because that one i've heard takes like 40 50 hours so those might be like the only stream series going on at that point dedicated long ass streams to getting through that game you know what i'm saying yeah um yeah so that one might take a while but we're we're gonna get through it. it's all good if we could do ghosts of shushima on stream and that took us around like 40 hours to do we can we we can do MGS5. It's all good. We cannot uh, figure it out. But in case you missed it here on the channel, we did have uh, uh, Aloy in Fortnite. Showed off the skin. Showed off all the great stuff involved with that. So let me check out that. We did a live uh, reaction to, and actually right here, want to get your thoughts on this really quick. Not the biggest news story in the world, but uh, the PS Plus Video Pass is real. It's going on right now in Poland. What it is, it is it is a bonus incentive within PS Plus in Poland to give you access to specific Sony movies via your PS Plus subscription. So those for the likes of uh, Zombieland 2, um, and I honestly forgot the other movies. Oh, Venom is one of them, and like some other Vin Diesel movie, I don't fucking know. Uh, Bloodshot. Um, Bloodshot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you, damn, thank you for knowing that, holy shit. Um, those are, uh, you know, on PlayStation Plus Video Pass, it's gonna be a year-long kind of extra incentive in Poland. Um, and yeah, uh, so I guess right now, if you have any thoughts on this, I did a full live stream just talking about my general thoughts on it, but um, please, right now, if you have any thoughts on Video Pass, feel well, free. Well, I hopped in that live stream, remember? Oh yeah, oh yeah, fuck yeah, forgot. Yeah, no, I, the only, I, I mentioned that I would never use something like that. I, I appreciate that it's there, but it's just not something for me, which is fine. Like, not every, it's not tailored for me in particular. Um, I, I don't, like, a video pass would have been probably the least, like, at the bottom of the ladder, or, 
like in in terms of priority it seems like the last thing i would have prioritized that sony do in order to compete with the market i agree i agree so because nobody talks about xbox well for it's like oh you can watch anything on the xbox like no one cares but Mm -hmm. having it's like sony like sony movies exclusive to the to the platform is also like i understand it but it's also still a little strange to me i i don't know it feels it feels like moving in the right direction but at a at like taking a misstep like if you're walking on you know like a curb when you walk on the side of a curb to see if you could balance it Yes, it's like it's like they they took a step off. They're still moving forward, but they took a step off the curb. Mm, mm. Yeah, like it's like they're they're looking at PS Plus, right? Like, and of course we saw that with the PlayStation Plus collection on PS Five, which you've gotten to indulge in now. Now that you have a PS Five, and I have been uh, indulging it, indulging in it for the past few months. You know, I played Five Nights Fifteen on there, etc. Um, so you know that coupled with this video pass like they have the right idea of looking at ps plus and how they can bolster that service uh to compete with game pass but video pass is not really what i was looking for in terms of bolstering it but at least they're paying attention to it at least and above all else right like it's not necessarily a bad thing that video pass is coming to ps plus it's not like there's like a price increase or there's like an extra fee associated to get video pass on ps plus it seems to be just a baked in just additive thing which makes sense because sony owns those movies so you might as well just fuck it just put it on just to just to bolster ps plus why not you know so it's purely additive but it is a weird move in my opinion in terms of like you know uh you you could also do things like you own ps now you could bundle ps now into ps plus and blow up access to that Right, you could do that, but that's just me. Yeah, that's no, just me. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, like yeah. It's I don't know. Like I I I don't know. It feels yeah, like everybody's yeah. just trying to catch up to Game Pass one way or another. Yeah, and 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 I mean, uh, hey, like like there is some word from Jim Ryan this week about that as well, and uh, you know they have said in the past that they are working on some sort of response to game pass so we'll see how that unfolds i doubt video passes where the buck stops at least i hope not <laughs> like if that was the plan i i doubt that's the plan for sure uh so we'll see we will see and uh i talked a little bit about Returnal ps5 being 4k 60 up on the channel as well you can check out that um and just some some just my light preview impressions but we'll get into that more in depth here on this episode of save slot uh, episode 3 of Road to Road Depart is live. Who is Clank? The history of the Zony. All I'm going to say, definitely watch that episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. But also, I'd say keep a close eye on Road to Road Depart. There might be some really cool things happening with Road to Road Depart. You'll know when they're solid. Okay, You'll know when they're concrete, set in stone. I'm not going to say anything right now. But uh, you know, maybe you saw something happen on Twitter this week. You know? With a certain individual who's very important to Ratchet and Clank. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so maybe, uh, you know, there might be some really cool things happening with Road to Rift Apart in the future. So I would just say, keep a lookout for Road to Rift Apart. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And uh, we did stream, of course, Metal Gear Solid, Going to the Patriots, Episode 2. And, of course, we'll be doing Episode 3 on Wednesday. 
as of this recording uh, following. So uh, next up here, of course, Arachnite PS5 watch. This is a pretty cool one. I figured you would probably enjoy it maybe, I don't know. Warzone is getting a PS5 version that has been confirmed. This is from Activision. Uh, they say here they were speaking to Charlie Intel, surprisingly, which I'm pretty shocked they talked to him because I feel like they kind of hate him low-key. But um, uh, it was Ravensoft's creative director, Amos Hodge, hope I said that right, revealed that uh, a, quote, dedicated technology team is working on the upgraded version for PS5. The studio stopped short of revealing when it will be ready, but did confirm faster load times, 120 hertz support will be a part of the package. The team is also investigating whether or not a field of view slider can be added can be added to the console versions. So hey, I mean, uh, Arachnid, I know we talked a lot about how hopefully now they didn't list it here. I hope that the file size goes down. But uh, how you feeling about a potential Warzone PS5 patch? Uh. Inevitable, like mm. it, it was. I'm surprised it didn't come out sooner, considering Warzone or not Warzone, uh, Cold War was a launch title. Yeah, yep. it's. I don't know. It it doesn't surprise me, and you know it, it doesn't impress me. Like it's. I. Oh, sorry. You go. You go, and then I'll continue my thought. I was just gonna say, like, I would bet Warzone PS5 version drops this fall alongside the new Call of Duty. This fall. Give it that to oomph. Yeah. yeah. They, they probably wait, which is a little scummy. Mm. But, like, I don't know. It's. I Like I said, it doesn't impress me because it is kind of the bare minimum. I, like, I, I don't know. It's. It's. If you, if you start to get impressed and grateful with the bare minimum, they're going to push the bare minimum down. Right, right. So, right. I I don't know. Good on them, I suppose. Yeah. Compress yeah. your goddamn files. Yeah, that's the number one thing. Like, I know they're talking about fast load times. That's great. You know, of course, welcome, all that great stuff. But no, nah, I think the biggest yearning is that is that file size because 250 gigs at the last time i checked which was a while ago that could have increased so this console doesn't have a lot of space at no external hard like no external drives nothing just base console it doesn't have a lot of space it has 600 gigs which in this day and age is pushing it yeah yeah like they they did quote-unquote add external support as you know external hard drive support but like it's only like it's only like a shelf for your digital games you can't play the games off of the hard drive you have to transfer it back to the ps5 when you want them to so you're only negating the time it would need to re-download the game itself right which i guess is a positive but it's still not what we want it's still not the same thing you know so that's coming later this summer, hopefully sooner than later. Yeah. But uh yeah, yeah. They but, they need to work on that. Like just good on them, I suppose. Good on them, for sure. For sure. But uh of course, hopefully some good news for those that are still looking for a PS five. Uh Jim Ryan did talk to Video Game Chronicle this week and uh, he said this thing about 
supplying for PS5. Quote, supply under the new coronavirus was very complicated and we had to limit distribution to online. The the supply and demand for semiconductors is also tight worldwide. We are asking our suppliers to allow us to increase production, which will flow into the market this year. So uh, he has called upon retailers to get more PS5s in stock, just as a very traditional Arachnid PS5 watch, just to make sure that y'all are keeping aware of, you know, what's going on what's going on with the ps5 supply we should be seeing more stock in the future um but i still stand by i don't think i'll see a ps5 in a store natively like naturally this year i don't think i will agreed no shot there's there's no fucking shot. granted i don't go to like stores that often right like i really i really i really just be going to fries to get groceries and then like i order anything off amazon that i want you know that's not at fries but um Next time I peruse, like a damn, I haven't been in a Best Buy in so long. I just thought about that. I miss Best Buy, man. Fuck. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I've been in a Best Buy to buy one thing recently. Mm. Mm. It's. (laughs) And it was to buy. I went with friends because we needed to buy. We were building. We were helping, like, build a friend's computer. And we needed a part. Mm. Well, needed is like my my friend is like I refuse to help put put this computer to get together unless we get an SSD for the operating system. I was like, fine. Ah. So, so we went to Best Buy and they bought the SSD. It wasn't my computer. And I saw this big ass Kirby plushie, right? Oh shit. It is thirty dollars. Okay. How big is this Kirby plushie? Um, like if you can guesstimate, or like try to make um, a comparison. A good chunk of my torso. Okay. Okay. All right. Like half okay. of my torso. Gotcha. And he's thick. He's a. He's a thick boy. Kirby is a thick bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so. It was like $30, and it's the only thing I've bought in Best Buy in a year and a half. I I love that I get to pick which Twitter cutouts are going to be Because <laughs> it's going to be that. Bro. Kirby a thick bitch. You'll love to see it. Please don't make that the Twitter cutout. <laughs> Dude, I can't. I can't not. I can't. I can't not. I can't not. You know what I'm saying? Bro. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh man. So, going into episode 14 main topics, this is not necessarily PlayStation related. I did have to bring this up just because I love this fucking game studio. Um, of course, they used to be called Matt Makes Games. Now they're called Extremely Okay Games. Um, they were the developers behind Celeste. Celeste was one of my favorite games in 2018. Um, one of the best platformers I've ever played in my life. One of the best games I've ever played in my life, for sure. Like, this is the type of game, like, if I ever have kids, like, they're playing Celeste. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this is this is one of the ones. They have just uh, did a little reveal of their next game. It's called Earthblade. It's going to be a 2D explore action game, what they say, in a seamless pixel art world. They say the game is coming out in 20XX, so they really don't have a year for this game yet. You know, very, very early, but 
we did get some music associated with this game and a little bit of artwork and the logo as well. I cannot fucking wait, Arachnite. I cannot fucking wait. I'm I I need this immediately. Um, I love the way the 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 actual sound looks and it's up on their Twitter. You can check it out and uh, I linked it down below in the description as well. But I already love this vibe so much. Like I I'm in love with this already. So just wanted to shout it out. You know what I'm saying? Feel on the lookout for this. Yeah. You know. And I and it it will be coming to PlayStation consoles if Celeste has anything to do with it. Celeste came out on PS4. I actually got a code for it on PS4, but decided to play it on Switch because I was going on a trip, and it was like, nah, I, I want to play this, but still, you know, I don't want to lug around my fucking PS4 to Vegas to see Kanye West perform. Oh no, no, no! I was going to California. What was I doing in California? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but yeah. Cannot wait for this game. Really just had to just 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 to let the people know. You know, that's it. But um another thing as well, that's gonna be a quick little tangent here. Uh of course, play at home is still kicking off. And uh for this month, starting right now, you can download Horizon Zero Dawn, complete edition for free with your PlayStation with your PSN account. There's no PS Plus membership required, of course, so it is just strictly free, no strings attached. And um yeah. I think it's a great game. I think you believe the same thing as well, Arachnid, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, so, it's a solid game. Definitely, definitely. So I definitely pick up Horizon Zero Dawn for sure. And if you have a PS5, you might as well because Horizon Forbidden West is, is around the corner, kind of. You know, it's it's, it's coming up. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold out and wait for my next playthrough of Horizon because I'm still hoping for a PS5 patch. I'm still hoping for that 60 frames. Hopefully it comes soon, you know? The sooner you do it, the sooner we'll get it. Mm. If, if your history has anything to do with it, as soon as you're done with Horizon again, it's like, oh yeah, here's the PS5 patch. Fuck, yeah. I mean, that's how they did me with Ratchet, these motherfuckers. It's a good point. So do I have to really play this game to will in a 60 frames per second patch? Is that really what I have to do? You, you have to sacrifice yourself? I have to sacrifice my enjoyment. For the people, honestly, I think I would do it. Honestly, 60 frames after playing on PC, kind of slow. This is fucking guidance. I would play that Look, Chris 144. It's 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 the absolute minimum that it's the new bar. That's all I'm saying. You know, like we're not having this conversation again <laughs> because I feel like we always have it. But. Yeah, no, the 60 is the new bar. I absolutely agree. 60 is fine. Like. All I'm saying is that I would rather play Horizon Zero Dawn in 60 than fucking 30, Absolutely. which I'm not playing in 30. Like, 30, seeing 30 to 60 back to back is, it's foul. It's foul. It's foul. Like, it's foul. I, I can't, I, like, I don't care no. if the game looks way worse, I will not be playing it in 30 frames per second. Like, that's literally what I'm waiting for for Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm just know. waiting for the patch. I don't know how I survived 30 so long on consoles. Like, playing Spider-Man yeah. again. Like, because, like I mentioned, I swung around before, like, while my PS5 was getting all of my data. While I was transferring all of it. Like, you know, the last yeah. goodbye to the PS4. Mm-hmm. And I, then I played Spider-Man Remastered on PS5. I was like, wow, fucking garbage <laughs> PS4. 
Like, yeah. It looks yeah. worse. It plays worse. Like, how did I survive? Yeah, like, yeah. No, like, it, in the same vein, like, when you go back and see Spider-Man being played on PS4, it's like, no. Oh, absolutely no. not. It's not going down. Yeah, so, again, I'm, I'm praying to the Yoshida gods, please put a PS5 patch for Ryzen. Please, for the love of God. Um, this next story caught me way off guard. All right, Arachnite. And I'm going to read the whole blog post because I feel like it's important to read it. It's not that long, but let me go off on this real quick. PlayStation has reversed the decision to close store operations for PS3 and PS Vita. This is from allegedly Jim Ryan wrote this on the PlayStation blog this week. He starts by saying this. Recently, we notified players that the PlayStation Store for PS3 and PS Vita devices was planned to end this summer. Upon further reflection, however, it's clear that we made the wrong decision here. So today, I'm happy to say that we will be keeping the PlayStation Store operation for PS3 and PS Vita devices. PSP commence, sorry, excuse me. PSP Commerce functionality will retire on July 2nd, 2021, as planned. We when we initially came to the decision to end purchasing support for ps3 and ps vita it was born out of a number of factors including commerce support challenges for or devices and the ability for us to focus more on resources uh on our resources for newer devices where a majority of gamers are playing on we see now that many of you are incredibly passionate about being able to continue purchasing classic games on PS3 and PS Vita for the foreseeable future, so I'm glad we were able to find a solution to continue operations. I'm glad that we can keep this piece of our history alive for gamers to enjoy while we continue to create cutting edge neck sorry, excuse me, while we continue to create cutting edge new game worlds for PS4, PS5, and the generation and the, and the, and the next generation of VR. God damn. Thank you for sharing your feedback with us, and we're always listening and and appreciate the support from our PlayStation community. I couldn't believe that that they really went back on this. What are your thoughts, Arachnite? This is a big thing. We talked about that a lot a few weeks ago. What are your thoughts? I'm glad they listened. Because mm-hmm. it, like I mentioned before, I stand by it. It, it, it was the best that was the best decision if they wanted to push people towards emulation because like not everybody can buy every game they've wanted to play it's like oh what if i want to play this what if i want to play that and hunting down games from that era is more expensive than buying them in the store like or buying them in like a digital store because people overcharge like oh you want a game from 2006 that's in mint condition pay $75 and there's only, it's the only one that you can find so you either can buy it or don't and it's like at that point why bother why not emulate mm. so allowing the allowing people to keep in touch with that history I feel like was definitely the right decision because there are people like yourself and Christian that enjoy playing games on the consoles they released in. I don't particularly care all that much. Like, there's not a hint, there's not a drop in my enjoyment if I play a PS2 game emulated opposed to playing it on a you know the console. So, for people like you guys, like I'm, I'm happy for you guys. You guys get to enjoy the games the way that you want to. 
you're not like you're not forced to make a decision that you're not happy with mm. so mm. good move like definitely the right call in my opinion that, that's yeah. it keep it simple yeah there's a lot here that um i'm pretty surprised with one just the sheer like jim ryan saying it's clear we made the wrong decision here. like it's it's it, it reminds me of when um of when todd howard you know came on stage at e3 after fallout 76 and was like oh like we we made a few mistakes we made a few slip-ups and it's like uh like I get the candor. I get that you're, you know, trying to be a very personal person. And I'm sure he's a nice guy, right? Like, I'm sure he didn't mean it maliciously in any shape, form, or fashion. But at the end of the day, it's like, you can say that, but I don't think you fully comprehend that. Like, people spent money on Fallout 76. Like, people worked a 9 to 5. People have other ways that they can allocate their money. But they decided to buy your your product. Exactly. And, like, you blowing it off is like, oh, we, we made a few mistakes. No, you fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for for Sony to do what, you know, was not that, which was say, hey, we were wrong here. You know, I think is a really big thing. And it it it's, a, it's like, there's very few times we see Sony and PlayStation communicate like a human being. It's very rare. The last time this was here was when they apologized for the pre-order debacle in that tweet, you know? Yeah. Where it sounded like there was a real person behind their words, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's always very interesting to see sometimes out of PlayStation whenever they talk about stuff. Um, I do have questions as to, you know, we we saw the fallout we, we saw the fallout when this was going to happen. Um, a lot of developers were canceling their games. Um, one that I know and follow really close, Lily Mo Games, of course, co-owned by Colin Moriarty. Um, they put out uh, Habroxia 2 this year. I just reviewed that game back in February. Um, they were doing a Vita game coming out end of this year, and they had to cancel it. But now they're trying to reach out to Sony to see, hey, are you still going to allow new games onto the PS3 and PS Vita stores specifically? Uh, due to this reversal and there's no word on that yet so I would personally like to see those that were working on beta games before this closure was initially announced back like last month or whatever I would like to see them say okay those games that are still in development and were only cancelled because of this announcement can now commence and continue their development to be released on beta but there's no more new games coming so you can't start development right now on a vita game or a ps3 game i would like to see that be the case personally um will that happen we have yet to see it and once i hear about that i will i will let you guys know here on on save slot because i'm very eager to see where that all ends up but overall i think this is a great move um i think this is the move you want to make um i think that you know this was a this was a much worse look for them when you have the comparison of their competitor that you're able to literally put in a OG Xbox game in some cases and it work on the Series X and sometimes run better with FPS boost and all that. So um, it looks a lot worse in comparison to Xbox overall, even though by itself it's still a bad look for sure. Um, so I'm glad that they were able to reverse this. And uh, honestly, yo, hey, you know, I, I got to give Jim Ryan credit. And the last thing I want to say, Arachne, at the end of the day, 
because I always try to keep it a hundred. Okay, I want to keep it a buck. Got to keep it honest. If I'm gonna ditch out, you know, a certain reaction for one company and not another, that becomes a problem. Okay, so I got to keep it a hundred here. On the Xbox side, when they reversed their Xbox Live price increase, if you recall that earlier this year, um, I at the end of that I said, hey, you know, it's still. A little bit shitty and i still have like a bad taste in my mouth even though i'm not nowhere anywhere a consumer or user of xbox services at all right like it's still a bad taste in my mouth that they even thought that they would be getting away with doubling the price of live okay and but i still appreciated them reversing it in the same way i'm gonna have to give it to the same act of how i'm looking at this where it's like hey you know at the end of the day Still kind of sucks that you were seemingly going to close down the store and not have some sort of way for us to ever access these games again. That's a little bit shitty. I'm not going to lie. And I, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, forget that that happens. Right. But at the end of the day, it's cool that they reversed it. I guess all is good. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. And and the and the PSP store, you know, there's so many other PSP games that are available on Vita like the majority of them the only like real ones of consequence are like crisis core right that stuck on physical and that was never on the on the store to begin with anyway so i guess that's really not really that uh big of a thing to worry about you know so overall like the psp stores still closing i that's that that's fine to close that wasn't the big hollow blue it's mainly ps3 and ps vita for sure so cool to see that they reversed it Next up here, we have a few articles that are going to weave into each other. So we're kind of just going to stop at every one of them and have a discussion and just keep it going. But but these are all kind of connected to a Jim Ryan um, interview with, uh, I think it's still VGC. Uh, let me see real quick. No, it's uh, this Japanese publication, Nikia, um, which this was translated to um, English. And so... Uh, Wanted to read a little bit of Jim Ryan's quotes on some topics that I think are pretty interesting. So first up here, he talks about PSVR 2 and the future of next-gen VR. Quote, The next-generation VR system is a very strategic opportunity for PlayStation. We launched PSVR in 2016 and have had time to understand the VR experience for years. What I learned from VR is that the potential market is huge. I want to continue to provide a high gaming experience to keep the community entertained. So he says that, but then there's also something that I got to bring up as well that kind of works in tandem, which this could be connected. So this was spotted on Gamatsu, and there seems to be a trademark that Sony filed this week that is for a mysterious thing called a Soho engine um, that was established in Europe last year, right? But, uh, you know, there's been follow-ups in Switzerland, in New Zealand, and... Um, uh, and there's just a lot of, of of different things here that connect to, of course, Soho being um, the memorable name of Team Soho back, um, uh, which they were the former name of first party developer of London Studio now as well. Um, so there's a lot of like talk as to, you know, London Studio, they make a lot of VR games right now. They did Blood and Truth recently. So could the Soho engine be an established PlayStation VR game development engine for VR games for PlayStation, which is a part of the potential push behind Jim Ryan's quote here saying that, you know, we really want to dedicate ourselves to PSVR. That was a lot right there, but 
what are your thoughts, Arachne? Like, am I kind of picking at threads too much, or is it just is it, did I form some sort of web? You know what I'm saying? It's it's difficult to tell. I. I can definitely understand your thought process. And I, I agree with a lot of aspects of it. I think we're starting to see, like you described, a web starting to be pulled together. And I, I like that. It feels like a completely different mentality than the PS4 had because the PS4, they were very passive. But... Mm with the PS5 they they're in a full sprint yeah 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 and um yeah I and like I don't think like PSVR like was like a big failure because it really wasn't but like in terms of like you're just like you describing it as like passive I think they were a bit passive about PSVR in a way you know where it's like hey like they had a cool launch they had some games right there but like people started talking about the same exact games for multiple years with with PSVR. You know what I'm saying? Like it was always Beat Saber, um uh Super Hot, Moss, etc. Right? Like yeah, we got Iron Man VR last year and stuff like that. And like there were other games that came on, but the ones that were pushed a lot were just the same games. You know what I'm saying? So Right. Um, hopefully them establishing like a, a development engine for VR to make it a little bit more easier for development. I think that'd be a really cool thing to see within PSVR 2. Also, this wild ass thing happened as well last night that I had to add last minute. Um, PlayStation uh, trademarked PlayStation Home again. Ugh. And, and extended. I haven't heard in <laughs> years. Bro. I used to be in PlayStation Home a lot, bro. I'm not even going really? front. Yeah, really? Yeah, bro. Bro, yeah, bro. I didn't play it a lot, but, like, you know, here and there, I'd pop in, you know, see what's up, put on my T-shirt, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> So, my only thing, like, hey, I think I think, I think, think they could do something here, right? Now, if they make PlayStation Home like VR Chat, right? Like, PlayStation's equivalent to VR Chat and make it a PSVR experience... I think I think they could do something cool there. I think I think they could capture a VR chat type of mentality. I think you 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 use VR chat a lot, right? Or am I wrong? No. Like I who, who does? I tried it. It's like, oh this could be fun. Like, you know, I'll fuck around. I spent some time. I found a cool Spider-Man avatar. As soon as I hopped into a server, I was like Oh my god, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> so I hopped in another <laughs> server, and then another server, and then another server. It's like, like, you know, not for me. <laughs> Damn, I remember one of my friends told me that they do VR chat, but I forgot which one. I guess I confused myself. But um, I think, I think maybe I'm being optimistic, but I think there could be something cool in terms of like, hey... Arachnate, meet me at, you know, PS Home. Let's go into the theater. Let's watch the uh, PlayStation State of Play. I'm gonna let you know right now, gamer. You tell me you wouldn't do that with me. Are you you, no? you are you are one of my dearest friends. Damn, bro. You are. God damn. You know, I respect you immensely. This is fucked up, man. But if you tell me to hop into PlayStation Home <laughs> in the year of our Lord, 2021, 
And it's like, okay, <laughs> come on. Hop in PlayStation Home, customize that avatar, get Hell that yeah, get bro. that God of War t-shirt on. Fuck mm. that. That is absolutely not happening. <laughs> Yo, all I'm saying is I'm down to pull up to a little virtual theater and play this at home on my PSVR 2. You know what I'm saying? Kick back. Maybe watch the uh, gameplay reveal of, uh, of uh, you know, um, hmm. Uh, what would be a game that would be out at that current point? I'm trying to think. Uh, of, oh, uh, Sony Ben's new IP. You know, let 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 us watch that gameplay trailer in the theater. You know what I'm saying? I got my I got my Kratos T-shirt on. You know what I'm saying? I that got sounds, the beard and everything. That sounds like a lot more effort because I imagine we'd be using Discord to talk anyway. Yes. Why <laughs> yes. we could just stream it on Discord? God damn it, Ragnar! Fuck. But 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 we're but we're digitized. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna let you know that right now, right now, I have no insight. I, I this is purely a bystander's perspective on a situation. PlayStation Home was better in the ground. Jeez! Like, Listen, am I was... wrong? <laughs> You're gonna look at me and tell me that I'm wrong. Compared to the first iteration, you're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. However, I think there could be a little kernel. I'll admit a small kernel of hope of something cool if they implement VR technology into PlayStation Home. I think I think they might have something there. Will it stick? I don't know. Could it be a cool novel thing? Absolutely. Maybe. I admire your optimism. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. And I mean, overall, they might have just trademarked it just because they would want to just keep that name just in case. Yeah. You know, like they probably just want to cover their bases and trademark it again because they have it until I believe twenty twenty eight. I think or twenty twenty six, something like that. I think I think twenty twenty eight. Um. So, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Next up here, of course, according uh, to Jim Ryan, this is again going off the same. Uh, uh, Nikia Japanese publication uh, he talked a little bit about PS5's cloud strategy which I'll read here for a little bit here quote we're still talking to Microsoft about e- exchanging ideas and there's some very interesting stuff so when the time is right we'll announce our cloud strategy we could conceivably use the cloud for our technical infrastructure but the cloud gaming experience we're offering will be unique and only on PlayStation um, he was also asked if the emergence of the cloud could impact the traditional console cycle, which he says, quote, it's hard to answer that question right now, but history shows that sales peak in the third or fourth year. At the end of the cycle, the cloud may play some role. I'm more optimistic about the future than I was a year ago. And then he answers the question if uh, PS5 will be Sony's last console ever he says we have just released ps5 so at this point it's time to learn how people are enjoying it and then we'll take the time to think about the future of playstation so a very non-answer there but um overall you know i mean there there's some talks about um you know the cloud and everything and like how that will be you know uh utilized and that they are working on something how do you feel about this you know not i'll admit like there's not a lot of meat here, but you know, there's some meat flavoring. You know, what do you think? People ask, "Is this the last?" I don't understand that question. Like, dude, it's been five months. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, this reminds me of, like, do you remember late PS3 people were saying, oh my god, the PS4 is going to be the last fucking uh, console, other that, and then it went on to sell 120 million units? Yeah, like, <laughs> everybody, that, that's something that people do that I'm always confused about. Like, yeah, that's weird. Why? Like, he's like, oh, is this the last one? He's like, no. Like, fucking <laughs> Fuck use, no. use your use your brain. Like, on what earth? Like, the PlayStation prints money. It is a money printer. Why? With technology advancing every day on God's green earth would they stop making consoles to match like the times like Sega stopped making consoles because they weren't doing well it's like it's better for us to just develop on other consoles and it saves us money mm. but why because it's Microsoft versus Sony and Sony I believe has the edge and I feel like that's not a controversial opinion. I feel like that's a pretty common opinion that Sony has the edge in the game industry. I agree. I agree. No, they, um, uh, they, I think, uh, it was some crazy stat. I forgot what time frame this was, but like they've generated like 25 million in gaming revenue. Microsoft is at like 12. I swear to God, that's, that's the number. It's like 12. And then like 25 for um, PlayStation, and then I think like 18 or 19 for Nintendo. So like it really goes to show that like yes, my like Xbox has the backing of Microsoft and and a company with a fuck ton of money, but at the end of the day, it's like PlayStation is doing more in gaming revenue than they did almost by twofold, literally almost double twofold. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's I'm with you on that. Like, I don't understand why they would give that up. There is there is no business incentive to give that up. So why do you ask? Like, yeah. it's it's like asking someone at the peak of their career. It's like, hey, are you done? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> good point. Um, <laughs> it's like, yo, I just got here. It's, it's like, like asking Devin Booker, like, hey, bro, like, are you good? Like, are you right, man? Like, you're done. I think it's not, like, you're over the hill. You're done. Like, get out of here. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I I don't understand those kinds of questions. I don't understand their relevance, and I don't understand their point. Yeah. Just be patient. Like, I don't rule out a future of, like, hey, maybe all of our games will be streamed in a couple years. I'd say nothing short of like 15 years away from like us not having to need like physical hardware to bring us games right like i could see that future but i think that's a little bit further off than what we all think you know what i'm saying personally speaking like but like a stadia kind of life i don't know yeah well stadia but like good exactly stadia but good yes precisely um and i've and I thought it was cool to talk about, you know, his thoughts on cloud and everything because um, I'm going to boost up this story a little bit. It, it was later on in the doc. I'm going to bring it in right now because this is a really quick one. Um, PS now has gotten an upgrade this week, which I think should have been celebrated and like really, you know, told a lot 
wider and made a bigger deal from Sony. I don't know why they just said it in a tweet, but PlayStation Now will begin rolling out support for streaming 1080p capable games this week. This rollout will occur over the next several weeks across Europe, US, Canada, and Japan, where PlayStation Now is available. So this is a really big bump for PS Now, and this is again a, a, a another sign that I hope they're looking at PS Now and really trying to bolster that and make it a lot better. I think this is the start of that. Like the cap for streaming, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it was 720p. You asked me, how can you tolerate that, Kev? I'll tell you why. Because I only play PS3 games that are already capped at 720p anyway. You know, the mass majority of them are 720p inherently in themselves. So it's not like it was a really big change to stream them versus playing them locally. But having the ability to stream 1080p for those 1080p games is going to be great. So I think that's a really, really, really good step. I think it's something that um, obviously PS now needs a lot more work than just 1080p streaming. But I think this is a good step in the right direction. So absolutely. I absolutely yep. agree with you. Yeah, so that kind of couples into cloud strategy. Yes, PS now. I'm so I'm still looking at you for those downloads, right? But uh, 1080p streaming, I will take that. That's, that's a, a W in my that, book. That's yeah. absolutely a W. Yep, I agree. I agree. And I know my internet can handle it. So once that goes live here in the States, I'm definitely going to try it out and see how it looks. I'm really excited to test out that look for sure. I'm very excited for that. As a paying customer for PS now, very excited. Very excited. Of course, uh, the last few weeks, we've been talking about how, you know, well, uh, specifically, it was the Days Gone episode where, uh, you know, there was it was that big Bloomberg article. And it seems to be a bit of a reply to the Bloomberg article, kind of, where Jim Ryan is going to talk about which types of games they're going to focus on in, t- in terms of AAA and like, you know, smaller games like indie titles. Jim Ryan has some has some stuff to say about that uh, in a game. Actually, just kidding. This is not Jim Ryan. This is Herman Holst. The PS Studios head over there, um, formerly at Guerrilla Games, um, he spoke to Games Industry uh, to say this, quote, I am very interested in creating a diverse slate of titles. Actually, the shape or form that they come in are less interesting to me than the fact that they are differentiated, diverse, and distinctive. I think that the games that we make at... I think the games that we make are as distinct and diverse as they can be, from Sackboy to Astrobot to Dreams, to these kind of games that you're referring to, like Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima, and you can bet that we will carry on making these games, because they are the heart and soul of what we do here at PlayStation Studios, but at the same time, we are just as committed to making these quality experiences as we are to experimentation and to coming up with fresh ideas. Um, let me see. There's probably some other things in here. Uh, Holtz goes on to talk about how how passionate and ambitious teams of developers are the lifeblood of PlayStation. Quote, we tend to work with teams um, that do have something in common, which was which is that ambition that the firework. Sorry, that the firewalk team has, which firewalk we will get to later on. Um, but also the fact that firewalk is a very strong, autonomous and I would say fiercely daring team culturally that's a really good match so i seek those factors before i go into narrowing it down to genres or gameplay modes it is more about the experience being differentiated and unique how do you feel about this arachne do you believe herman holst i do it's he's a good man 
I don't know him. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he seems like a nice guy, you know. He does seem like seems, he seems seems like a nice genuine guy. in what he talks about. Like, I would rather have a beer with Herman Holst than, like, Jim Ryan. Really? At least currently right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for You're sure. You're not happy for with sure. him. I, I'm not not happy with him, but, you know, like, Jim Ryan seems like the strict dad. You know, Herman Holst seems like the dad that's like, hey, you know, let's just, uh, you know, pop a cold one and just talk for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Jim Ryan will judge me. Really? Probably not. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? I, I do agree that the game, like, if, if you go to a store and you look like a Walmart, and behind the glass pane, you see the PlayStation games. On every row is a different kind of game. Like, because Miles Morales is not Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima isn't Horizon. No. Horizon isn't God of War. And... None of them are dreams. <laughs> mm. Mm. Like, because each game has a particular flavor to it that's different from one another, that di- differentiates it. And you could make the argument that for, uh, Horizon and Ghost of Tsushima are the most related. And I, I would agree with you. If any of these games are the closest, it would be those two. However, the. The open world of Ghost of Tsushima and the open world of Horizon are two very different beasts. Because in Ghost, I feel like you are... The open world is your your means to get from point A to point B. To fight Mongols, to clear the island. It's... It, it's it's your place to be. But Horizon, I feel like the open world is just resource management. It's like, you're here because you're going to need the stuff you find. But in Ghost, resources were at the bottom of my priorities. And this is just speaking from conjecture. This is just my opinion. And this is, like, subjective to everybody who's listening. So. It's... I, I, I agree with the statement. Like the, the convoluted um, the convoluted piece basically means I agree. And I'm happy with it. Because when you look at like an Xbox list, you see shooter, 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 and shooter. And it's boring. It gets old. And I love shooters. I because, and there is obviously bias here. Except for this piece, because this is objective. Odyssey, every Assassin's Creed game is the same. Excuse me? What? <laughs> that got your attention. Um, no, no. I was I was listening, but I, I need no. I need you I need you to repeat that, sir. I'm sorry. What was that? I'm sorry, what? When when I look at an Assassin's Creed game like Valhalla <laughs> and that is the most diverse game you have in your catalog, you know there's something wrong. I fucking hate you. So much. <laughs> like, it's it gets old really fast, and you mean I'm, it? You you and, mean it holds your attention for hours on end? You mean? 
And if Valhalla is the, the system seller, like, if you're putting all your chips on Valhalla, you might as well not even show up. You mean one of the best looking open worlds uh, currently? I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Goddamn. That game looks like 1080p upscaled. I fucking okay. Hold on. Certain animations and certain character models. Okay. Okay. Animation has nothing to do with graphical fidelity. That is a completely. I mean, apartment. I mean, the way they look in motion sometimes look a little iffy. I can, like, specifically in that case, you know. Okay. Valhalla. You you may have a point. I would not be surprised in the slightest if they is like we made this game 1080p and then artificially upscaled it. It's like you know what, I reckon that you're fucking native 1080p upscale with the 4K. You know what? <laughs> I I'd rather be I'd rather be that is like oh if if I had to be anything I'd rather be anything but Assassin's Creed. Oh my God. Well, actually, that's not true. I'd rather be anything but Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs one, I'll I'll agree with. No, just Watch Dogs as a franchise, like just Ubisoft God franchises damn. other than Rainbow Six. Like, what do they got? And the division. Yeah, the division's good. Um, they got. I don't they got a whole lot of not much. Far Cry, I can accept that's not from Far Cry. Far Cry is just not that great anymore, at least to me. Far Cry, but Far Cry was not never right. good. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. We got every episode needs a hot take. You're the listen, man. I speak truth, bro. I'll listen, bro. You literally said Valhalla was a good game. You have to pick one. You can't speak truth and say that. You gotta pick one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like my thoughts on this is that, like, okay, I I believe in what Herman is saying, right? And like, you can look to things like you can look right now, right? Like, we have Returnal, we're getting Cana Bridge of Spirits. We have Stray. We have Jet the Far Shore. Like, we can see that, like, they do support a broad range of diverse different games, right? Um, and, like, when I really hate the narrative of Arachnite, that, like, just because, the like, a lot of the PlayStation, the PlayStation First Party games are third-person action games, that, like, the buck stops there, and that's what makes them all the same. And it's, like, I don't think you, like... I think people that say that, I don't think they've actually played all these games, right? Like, when you play Part 2, and you play Ghost of Tsushima, and you play Horizon, right? And you play God of War. Absolutely none, none of those games play the same. Yeah, no. Absolutely none. Absolutely you know, none. I, like, and, and when I hear someone say that, it's like, okay, I don't think you've actually played all these games. And really understand how different they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, I would say overall, like, I agree with Herman Holes here, like, and I do believe that, like, that is, that is the intent. I would say that, um, given the Bloomberg article, right, given that there could be a potential reality where, you know, we do have a Sony right now that has seemingly not let Days Gone 2 be greenlit, right, and... Seemingly, they are working on a new IP, so that's cool. But there's still these things like, okay, The Last was being remade, and, um, you know, a potential another Uncharted being made, right? Like, I do feel that, like, they do have to, I think, emphasize a little bit more about how diverse they are really being, 
right? I think they are doing it, right? I think there is a lot of diversity amongst the title. I think it's just a case of let's give these diverse tiles, tiles a little bit more shine. Because I ask you this, Arachnite, I tweeted it. How the fuck did Destruction All-Stars get a state of play, but Returnal didn't? How was that possible? Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Destruction All-Stars is family friendly? Like, I, I just don't, I mean, I, I just don't, like, I would have loved a 20-minute in-depth developer talk, state of play, Focus on Returnal. Let's do one last. And hey, we still got a week to release. So maybe they are going to do a little stealth one because the uh, Destruction All Stars kind of just dropped on the channel. Like it wasn't advertised at all. So maybe they might do that here and I'll eat, eat my words. Right. But still, I, it's like, I think you should be doing a little bit of a better job bolstering and talking about on a more prominent way as opposed to just putting up multiple blog posts with Returnal. And everything and like really show off the diversity in their in their portfolio because like i mean yeah yeah that's kind of where my thing stops so like i appreciate what he's saying here i believe this is what he intends but i really hope that you know we um we get to see that more you know right um and let's see here a last thing here uh not really much to discuss here but um jim ryan also says that uh we'll be getting the most exclusives um for uh ps5 ever so he says here by he says here with nikia quote we have been quietly but steadily investing in high quality games for playstation and we will make sure that the ps5 generation will have more dedicated software than ever before and he also talks about the um, bolstering of different mergers and acquisitions of course he says we will not rule out that option in the future so um that as well of course that he will be looking at you know different um acquisitions and stuff like that and the last thing he has to say is about sony's presence in japan which of course has been heavily contested with them kind of disbanding japan studio and 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 all that but he says here quote it is important for us to provide software that fits the japanese gaming community and ps5 has included a lot of software from japanese developers since its early stages we will continue to strengthen our ties with japan with japanese with japanese developers and release content for, and release content for ps5 that fits the Japanese market. How how do you feel about this? That I mean, I, a little weird. Which one? Uh, it's like oh, we're like we're trying to focus on the Japanese market. That I don't know. Some about that didn't feel right. I think I'm with you on that, right? Because it's like, why would you disband Japan Studio? Right. If you if you really feel that way, I think that in the same case, right? To play to play a Devil's Advocate. They have locked down Final Fantasy 16, right? They have locked down Final Fantasy 7. They have locked down for Spoken, right? So I guess those are kind of, you know, different things that, okay, right? I guess that makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, I'm with you on that where it's like, yeah, you said that, but you did disband your literal Japan studio. Yeah, it feels a little off. Yeah, so I'm with you on that. Like that quote, and you know, this is why I don't know if I want to have a beer with Jim Ryan. You know what I'm saying? This is why. Like, uh, I don't know. Because you know of Japan Studio, he just be he, he just be kind of wishy washy. You know, he'd be very wishy washy. You know? Really? 
Like, he would be like, hey, can you order me a Michelob Ultra? I'm going to go to the restroom. And then I'll come back with, with the Michelob Ultra. And he'd be like, sir, um, I asked you for a PBR. And it's like, motherfucker, no, you didn't. You know what I'm saying? That That is a vastly different tone than, oh, he judged me. <laughs> That's just an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Or, like, he would, like, slightly be like, uh, well, you know, I guess I would prefer the PBR, but I guess I'll take this Michelob Ultra, sir. You know? I don't follow. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but I think here, uh, his quotes on, like, investing in other um, games to make them as good as the PlayStation definitely makes sense. Fall Fantasy 16, like I said before. Um, you know, we have a lot of deals with, like, Returnal is one of them as well. You know, so I definitely believe him on that. And, like, I think it's a good mantra of, like, um, Colin, Moriarty, Colin Moriarty says a lot. You know, like, Sony doesn't have to buy the cow to get the milk, right? Like, he, he That's doesn't, such like... Weird... <laughs> That's such a weird quote. It is a weird quote, but, like, when you actually break it down, I think it makes sense, it right? It's like, you don't... It makes sense, but it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't have to buy the studio to get the game. You could just pay for the game. To be exclusive to PlayStation, like you can just do that as opposed to buying the cow, like an epic, right? like an epic thing. Precisely, precisely. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I think like those things are smart to you know buy the milk and not the cow. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm with you on that Japan quote. That one's a little bit. Eh, I'm not sure if that actually lines up with with reality personally. But um. At least that's, uh, yeah, so that's all the Jim Ryan stuff. I know that was a lot, but I feel like those were very important points to hit um, and to get and to get his thought process on those things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For sure. I get that. One of the last stories we got going on um, is uh, a new multiplayer game is coming to Sony First Party. So Sony has, once again, bought the milk and not the cow. They have partnered with um, uh, this AAA studio called Firewalk Studios. It was re- it was referenced by Herman Holst uh, that we talked about a few minutes ago. Um, but it was founded in 2018. They're under, I guess, this like development group called Probably Monsters, I think, is like the parent company to Firewalk Studios. So Sony has partnered with uh, Firewalk Studios to create a AAA multiplayer game. So they say here, quote, you know, um, Firewalk has worked Firewalk's lineage of devs have worked on the likes of uh, Destiny, um, of Guitar Hero 2, Bioshock Infinite, Call of Duty, Mass Effect, Apex Legends. So they definitely have a lot of um, multiplayer or just, you know, games in general, right? Like they they seem to have a nice pedigree. And um, they say here that, uh, yeah, they are hard at work at at, at an ambitious new multiplayer game for PlayStation. Arachnite, if you could paint the picture of what you want this to be, what would you want it to be? Just, 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 uh, let me just hear just your wildest dreams. Any kind of game I want? Mm hmm. Like, what multiplayer game do you think this is going to be? It's definitely going to be some kind of, like, sci fi. Uh. I don't. Really? You're, damn, you're, you're. I like how you're thinking sci-fi. I like that. Because like that, but, uh, look at look yeah. at the roster. Like yeah, yeah. Destiny, right. Bioshock, and Mass Effect. Two of those are sci-fi. Uh, hey, Bioshock I mean, does have elements of sci-fi without the space. 
Apex, same vein, right? Yeah. Same, so, same cloth for sure. I don't. I just want something fast and fluid. I feel like that's the kind of game that people want these days. Like, look, look at Doom. Look at Returnal. Look at games coming out, and people are excited about the fast games. Apex mm. is slow. Titanfall is the template. <laughs> Titanfall should be the template of every shooter you, that people make. Yes, King. Talk that talk, King. Like, I agree. Titanfall is everything good about shooters. It has tight, precise controls, fluid movement, fast speed, a variety of different weapons and abilities to diversify the player base. Like It's like, oh, do you want to be a grappled, or do you want to stim, or whatever. Instead of just, what gun do you want, and what color do you want it? Mm. Mm. And it people enjoy people enjoy speed speed in the aspect of fast reactions quick thinking intense immersive gameplay so mm. you throw in a little bit of everything that people enjoy and it doesn't have to be innovative it doesn't have to be like a whole new thing because there are a lot of games that are different like anthem is a different game anthem is also a bad game it doesn't have to be different being different doesn't make it good and being derivative doesn't make it bad if you can use the best pieces of games around like warzone has great shooting titanfall has amazing movement um battlefield has something I don't know. <laughs> Levolution. Remember that? Yeah. Remember? I tried remember, to forget. Remember. I tried to forget. Remember Levolution? Destructive environments. <laughs> you allow... You you put all the best pieces together in your own innovative take on a story and in, in a world, and you could make something great. It doesn't have to be revolutionary. It doesn't have to create a whole new kind of game to be worth talking about. Mm. So just... Mm-hmm. I don't know. The Destiny, Bioshock, and Mass Effect... Mass Effect's multiplayer sucks. Bioshock is a single-player game. And Destiny is a looter shooter. I don't see how those mesh very well, but I'm willing to give it a chance. I just want... I just want something fun, like anybody else. I don't want... It's like, oh, this is like, oh, if Mass Effect and Destiny had a baby. It's like, no, that's not what I want, because that would be bad. Hmm. And considering it's a new multiplayer game, if it were a single-player game, that's a whole different story. That's a multiplayer game, and that's something that worries me. What what I thought about this, kind of, after I've had days to kind of like mellow on this news, um, they bought Evo, right? Right. So... Could this be a competitive multiplayer thing? You know? Like, could this be, like, their foyer into, like, their reasoning as to why... Or at least one of one of the reasons as to why they bought EVO, in a way. You know? I know EVO is more of, like, a fighting game tournament, so probably it wouldn't ever show up in EVO, right? Right. But I think to the same stroke of, like, having a competitive multiplayer game, just period, you know? Despite it being a shooter, um, well, I mean, I, I, I mean, to be honest, they don't really say it's a shooter. All, 
All we know is that it's an ambitious new multiplayer game. You're gonna tell me that the people that made Destiny and Bioshock and Mass Effect are not making a shooter? Hey, I mean, the people that made Killzone for years made a open world RPG, action RPG, right? I mean, anything's possible. But it is you know a saying? multiplayer game. You're right. You're right. But like, it, it definitely, I'm with you, where it's like, it's probably a shooter. But yeah, I'd be. It could be something else. I don't know. I'd be willing to bet that it's a shooter, because yeah, if it were a yeah. single player game, that's different. That's that's a whole right. different story. You have the time and you have the capability of staying like reined in. You're not worrying about oh, how will this play. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it is extensively as a multiplayer game. Because if your game doesn't play well, it won't last long. Right. There's a reason that Cold War died as fast as it did. Mm. And I know I bash on Cold War, but, like, all jokes aside, it died really fast. Especially when you compare it to Modern Warfare. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. With this in mind, it does worry me a little bit. Because Destiny is a good game. Like... That's fine, but Bioshock and Mass Effect didn't have good multiplayer game. Like they weren't like Bioshock didn't have multiplayer. Mass Effect didn't have a good multiplayer. So I I worry about what they'll make and what kind of game it'll be and if it'll be fun. Like you can't yeah. you can have people that play like you can. Have, what is it? I I thought of an example, and it's a horrible example. It's it's awful. It's one of the worst things I've thought of. Like, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Fuck it. Yes. Yes, King. Please say it. You can have a talented artist, right? You can have somebody that creates marbles to to look at. Hmm. But if you ask them to, if you ask them to paint something that they're not familiar with, like, I don't know. It's. Um, I don't. It's like if you, if it's it's like if you ask Michelangelo to paint hentai. Jesus Christ! It's they're two different things. It's the worst Let's, thing I can think of. But it's no, like, but I totally I get what you're am saying. I wrong? No, but like, listen, I have never thought in the history of podcasting I would ever hear the words Michelangelo painting hentai. Yeah. But here we are. Here we are. We but, are breaking new ground, ladies and gentlemen. It, it it's what I thought of. Like it's it sounds like it. It feels like that. Like they're they're talented in their respective field, but if you throw them in something that they're inexperienced at, and just it just won't come out the same way. Yeah, like out of the list of games, right? The only one that's really the outlier is Guitar Hero Two. By the way, shout out to Guitar Hero Two, classic. Really, really big fan of that game, but. You take out Guitar Hero 2, there's a clear trend of shooter. Yeah. Right? Like, a very, very clear trend of... Wait, honestly, wait. Let me see. Um, Majority first-person shooter. The overwhelming majority... The only one that doesn't fit is uh, Mass Effect. Yeah. Which is third-person. But, um... The ball else, yeah. I'm excited to see this. I think, overall, this is positive for me just because this finally fills in the hole that I've been saying all PS4 generation was that, yo, we need... A first-party shooter again, right? Like you, like you killed Killzone. That's cool, but 
I would like to see another first-person shooter, you know, AAA exclusive on PlayStation, right? Like, I feel like we don't have that anymore, you know? Um, which I'm glad that, you know, Guerrilla pivoted to Horizon. I think Horizon is a much better product than Killzone ever was. But I think it's time to bring an FPS back, you know? I think it could, I think it could be really, really cool, personally. Um, so we'll see. I'm, I'm very excited to see what this turns into. Um... And, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where that all unfolds. So, definitely cool. Last thing we'll bring up here very, very shortly is uh, the DICE Awards. Um, honestly, I don't want to go through every category, to be honest. Obviously, PlayStation swept. Um, I'll read a little bit of the Pushcore article. Uh, once again, link below in the description. Sammy Barker did write up this. Um, so, let's see here. So, uh, uh, we have Sucker Punches, Ghost of Tsushima, taking home four awards. Last was part two, taking home two and dreams, and uh, Miles Rallis uh, scooping up one award apiece, and of course the big winner was uh, Hades for game of the year for uh, Dice. So don't really want to go through all of it, but long story short, you know, Ghost of Tsushima won, Dreams won, Miles Rallis won for best character, I think it was with Miles, um, Dreams won for I think like uh, the best like. Uh, what was it? Outstanding. It was like outstanding, like ambitious or like. Oh yes, no wait. It was um, it was outstanding technical achievement. Went to dreams. I can understand that. Um, but uh, but yeah. So PlayStation Sweats, Obviously, Evo Seven Remake won Best RPG. Woo woo. Love to see it. You love to see it. They won that. Um, but yeah, like Last of Us Part Two, of course, won in the usual categories that you would imagine them winning in, like for best story. Um, there was other stuff too. Uh, why can't I find it? Do, 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 do. Yeah, Achim and Story. Uh, shit, did Teal 2 only win that? No way. No shot. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I guess they did. Wait, no. They says they won two awards. Why am I not finding it? If I don't find it this time, I'm going to move on. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on, I found it, I found it. They won, oh wait, no, I, yeah, okay, no, just kidding, okay, I'm sorry, I did. They won in uh, Outstanding Achievement in, in Animation, makes sense, obviously, so. Yeah, overall, pretty cool Death Awards, shout out to Supergiant. Um, wait, is it Supergiant? That made Hades? Uh, I think so. Oh, fuck. It's been a while since I played Hades. Uh, I feel like I get there. I feel like I could, it is Supergiant, it is Supergiant. Super giant. I get super giant and super massive confused all the time. So shout out to Hades, great game. Dice Awards, cool. You know, you'll love to see it. Shout out to that. Time to get to the real meat here. Two hours in. We'll 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 have a decent decent discussion here. Um the question of the week I wanna I wanna propose to you, Rack Knight. Is Returnal a Goaty contender? All Games right. like Returnal never win Goaty. Huh? Games like Returnal never win Goaty. Hades won Goaty. That's a roguelike with a story. But it, you know? it's a different kind. Honestly, I'm going to keep know, it a buck with you. I don't know why Hades won Goaty. Damn. That's a that's a hot take. That's a spicy take. Yeah, I, I played Hades. I liked Hades. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For like, sure. You're uh, definitely not a hater of Hades. For sure. Yeah, no. Like, I, I, I finished the game ten times. Like, I, I definitely enjoyed it. 
I it, I don't think it deserves game of the year because it as soon as I was done with Hades it left it left my memory like it's like okay cool I played Hades I liked it it's done right but right. I didn't even like The Last of Us as much as other people did I don't hate it like I I, I wasn't happy with it at first but I don't hate it anymore like I, I think it's solid the gameplay is fun I just you know the story yada 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 but the Last of Us, like I can see, is like this deserves it, mm. even if it's not my cup of tea in a few aspects. I can definitely see where it deserves it and how. But I don't know. It's just Hades didn't leave anything for me to say that kind of that same impression. And I've talked to people that like you like Hades, Christian of Joy Clicks. Shout out Joy Clicks likes Hades a lot for a game that's won so many like game of the year awards nobody talks about Hades anymore I never see Hades talk anywhere oh uh, I mean I still do I, I feel like rarely, maybe we just look at different channels but I don't know like yeah. not even just channels but just like social media in general and I, I follow a lot of gaming accounts nobody's talking about Hades anymore I, I see it every blue moon. Fair point. Fair but point. I see yeah. Last of Us talk every day. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I can hear that. Yeah, I can hear that. I still think that. I mean, it 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 wasn't my go to. Let me just you know say full stop. It was part two and like F seven remake, depending on the day, honestly. But low key in my heart of hearts, it's, it's F seven remake for me personally. But I think the the most objective lens for Goaty, it should be Last of Us Part 2, for sure. Definitely, definitely with you on that. I don't know. I, I I think Returnal will be great. I think I'll have a lot of fun with it. But Yeah, man. So, of course, these fucking previews came out, right? Uh, what's been some really good highlights that you've seen from these previews, if you've been looking at them? I, thoroughly? I, I've been looking at them, like, somewhat, like, not super in-depth, because I want to go in as blind as possible. Right. I, I really want to just get into that flow on my own. I don't want to expect yeah. anything. I don't want to know anything, or at least not a lot. And I want to learn the way that I learned Doom. Mm. And that's mm. something that I'm really excited about. But from what I have seen, it's it's that same intensity to a degree. Yeah. That's something I love about Doom is how intense it is. Like, every synapse is firing like you need to stay on your toes or you're going to die yes 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 so, yeah i mean i mean dude like i've been i've been um you know obviously i cover playstation so i kind of have to look at this stuff in a way and but i am trying to keep my distance on a lot of it in some degrees but in other ways i'm kind of just i just can't help myself um just some quick little info bits for viewers and listeners um you can right now preload the game it's only it's only 56 gigs not a crazy huge game you know i'd say i'd say that's a respectable very nice size for a game you know around the 50 60 gigs you know i'll uh, i'll take that so uh, it's calculating at that gigabytes that you can preload right now so you are so you are ready at launch to play it as soon as it's available in your time zone on thursday night slash friday morning um so definitely you can do that as well as we learned that the game will run arachnite say it with me here well you don't have to but i'll say it but just indulge in these words 
it'll be 60 frames per second with they do say dynamic day dynamic 4k so it won't always hold that 4k resolution but i feel like more often than not it'll probably be 4k with ray tracing on ps5 god damn god damn that thing gonna look nice you it's know what i'm saying I can't wait. I can't wait. Like, 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 I'm, I'm right now. I'm sipping the hype Kool-Aid. I'm sorry. Okay, I cannot wait for this game. I, I, oh, I just need it. I need this game right now. Fuck, man. I'm so excited for it. Um, and like, if you've been seeing, bro, like a lot of people have been talking about the dual sense capabilities, how the haptic feedback is feeling in the game, the trigger work is very, very nice in this game. You know, like, there's been a lot of people really enjoying this game. And I've heard some people, I think it was Paris Lily that, that said this, but um, he was saying that he feels that this is a better representation of the dual sense capabilities than Astro's Playroom. Damn. Those are Which I'm words. just like, bro, how, Sway? But, yeah, man. It's going down. People are loving this game off of previews. And um, I personally can't wait, you know. I'm really, really excited for it. Um, uh, there's so I I went over it in my video this week, but like, there's a lot of things that I've been seeing where it sounds like what I have been wanting for Returnal in the same vein that like Hades had a lot of decision making that you were making mid run. It seems like the same thing is happening here in Returnal. There seems to be a lot of different ways that you can change up your run given some different decisions that you make that are being laid out to you in the game. I think it's great in that aspect. Um, people are loving the story uh, in terms of it very like it, it seems to unravel at a similar pace as as Hades where, you know, each run you will get a progression in the story, but that is really peppered. You know throughout the entire run that uh they've they've been able to experience re um people that have the game right now are only allowed to talk about the first two biomes as of this recording i'm sure coming up this week we will see the the full reviews go up and the metacritic go up and all that so i'm very curious to see how that all unfolds but um yeah i mean so far very very positive stuff hearing about returnal i am over the moon excited for this game cannot wait to play it cannot wait you know what i'm saying yeah for sure. I, for sure I i'm right there with you i'm excited as well so i did want to i i, I just feel like it's right arachnite we're both hyped about this game i think we gotta do a metacritic bet you know what i'm saying I, I i i think we gotta do it you down yeah no i'm down i'm i'm at an 86 80 what? 86. 86. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I'm I'm around that range too. I'm around the range too. Um, a lot of people have been talking about you know the Metacritic score and they've been given their predictions, and a lot of people feel that like because Returnal has been sounding to be a very difficult game, it'll bring like, down the score. It'll it'll maybe bring that score down. Maybe, you know. Which um, yeah. It is what it is like and i know something that's sounding like a little bit more difficult i feel like would 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 speak to you a lot more arachnite right like you definitely like a challenge yeah you know what i'm saying so um yeah okay damn so where am i sitting at 
I like 86 because it's around the range that I'm thinking. I'm thinking it looks less likely that this game will be below 85. But it seems, yeah, I'm thinking anywhere above 85. So 86 is a great position for you. But I gotta really think, okay, so overall, look, man, people have been very positive about this game. And I think that the sheer nature of it being a housemark game, being the first type of game of this kind from this studio, right? I feel like a lot of people will give them a little bit more credit for this game given their background portfolio, number one. And number two, I think because there hasn't been a ton of buzz about Returnal until like mainly this week, where I think that it'll be a notion of like people getting caught off guard at how good this game is. I think that might also be an additive extra bonus in their favor. Damn. It's like, do I want to touch 90, Arachnite? Do I want to touch 90? With how excited that you are about the game... I, but I just... Oh if you give a game a low score because it's hard, you're a coward. I would never rate a game low score because of that. That's that's dumb, but yeah. I think that... People some do that. Exactly. I think some reviewers could do that. You know? That's, that's one of the holdups that I'm having where I don't... Oh, because, yo, people over the weekend have been saying that, like, um, they're only allowed to talk about the first two biomes. And some people have been saying, yeah, I'm only able to make it to the second biome anyway. I can't make it past it. Apparently. Well, apparently, like, not apparently. Games journalists most of the time suck at video games. There is there is also that. There is also like, that. Like, yeah. not, like, I, I, I watched uh, a, a game journalist play through Doom Eternal. Holy mother of God! <laughs> is it is it really that bad, dude? I'm very curious. Uh, it's the same guy that did the Cuphead thing. I remember the Cuphead review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the same guy who did that, and it's bad. And this isn't me as like, oh, I'm so good at Doom. Everybody else is bad at it. No, like, people, like, people that's like, oh, I barely finished Doom on the easiest difficulty, and the people say, I finished Doom on Ultra Nightmare, both were like, oh my god, what is wrong with them? Damn. It's that bad. Jeez. Like, it's... Dude, I don't understand how you can become a game journalist and be bad at games. Like, I mean, yeah, the, the, the Cuphead one was, was the, the biggest thing where it's like, I don't think, like, that was the tutorial. Get a new like, guy. Like, 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 bro, like, that is, I, I like. I believe his name is Dean Takahashi. Yeah, I was like, my, my boy, I'm not trying to insult you as a person. I'm sure you're a fine individual, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing against you as a person, but, Good. bro. Get a new job. <laughs> It, that was the tutorial. Like you should know the basics of like that was the sheer basics of gaming, hundred percent, full stop. It was jump and press a button. Literally, like, like come on now, like come on, bro. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. And like, I, I think with that, right? I think maybe that could bring down the the returnal score for sure. Maybe not so much, but but I I think a little bit, right? I hope. I hope not either, but I feel I'm just gonna expect that. Honestly, I'm really gonna expect that. Um, damn, 
Where do I think my Charles is gonna hit? Okay, so you know what? I should be writing this down. I'm sorry, Juan, because you already have a bet. Wait, do we have a bet? It Yours is more of like a light bet. What was the one we have? Okay, so oh, we get a Rack Knight Returnal Challenge, which is to beat the, which is to get the platinum in two weeks, right? That's all you, King. Um, God be with you. Huh? Yeah, it's like, dude, if it's as hard as everybody's making it out to be, it's like God be with me, because that's gonna be tough. I'm I'm really excited to come back and do the first impressions, like to see how hard this is real, like how hard is this game? Because there's there's people like. Blessing Adelia Jr. who has it at kind of funny and like he's saying yeah it's a little bit of a challenge like like it's kind of tough you know what I'm saying and I know he like like he's he's played hard games before like like he's a gamer gamer you know what I'm saying so I I, I trust him with that um I'm I'm thinking somewhere okay I, I am gonna do higher than you I am gonna do a higher score than you I am thinking like I'm thinking like 88 to 91, okay. but I, I have to pick a number in that range. I can't just give you a range. That's 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 that that's all types of fucked up. Um, hmm. 88 to 91. Damn, I kind of want to. I think I might say 89. Okay. I think I might say 89. Do we have a wager on the bet? Um, nothing too intense. You want to do like a pizza from like Uber Eats or whatever? I feel like we've already bet that somewhere. Isn't that the Returnal bet? Like if I can get the platinum. Is is that a pizza bet? I I feel like we've done a pizza bet. We've at least talked about it. Yeah, we have talked about pizza bet. Damn. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I have a good one. I have a good one. I have a good one. Let's hear it. The loser <laughs> has to stream a game of their choosing. Oh, God. Uh, I'd, rather, I'd, rather choosing. Buy, I'd rather buy you a pizza. Because best believe I'm going to have you stream an hour of Assassin's Creed Ball. <laughs> Dude, if you just want me to rat, like that means I'd have to buy the game. <laughs> Oh fuck! You know what? Yeah, that's right. Like I want you to have to buy a game. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because I know y y you would turn around and tell me to play like Bloodborne or some shit. No, I if I if I got to pick, you're doing Doom. Oh, okay. Well, th that'd be a little fun. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, Wait, but like, do I have to do like an actual like Ultra Nightmare type shit? No, just I'd say Nightmare, not Ultra Nightmare. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, that would be too. Okay. Okay. Maybe. I mean. We don't have to do that. Well, that was, well, that was well how about, well, I like this idea. Let's keep it on the table and talk about it more after the show. Okay. Okay. So, so we'll I'm going to put it on the in table. quotations. Because we got, we got um, a while. Huh? We got a little bit before the Metacritic scores come out. And even, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And even then, like, we can discuss. It's like, okay, you won or I won. Here's what we're going to do. It doesn't need or to hey, be right this second. Yeah. Or, hey, I'll, uh them to the audience if you guys have any uh, suggestions yeah no i'd love to hear a suggestion from the yeah audience. put it in discord put it in the comment section for sure i'm curious but um but yeah i mean honestly at this point i have a few videos lined up covering returnal in terms of um the trophy list and all that which um i think we talked about last week i think but that 
trophy that was leaked about oh you have to beat the game like uh without dying or whatever like one one run that was a fake trophy that's not in the official trophy list unfortunately Oof. that sucks yeah um but i do have a video in the works right now going over all of the uh trophies for the game and like what certain things mean and mean and stuff like that but um uh but yeah man like Overall, we're on the eve of Returnal. Next week, of course, we are giving our first impressions of Returnal. That's, that's going to be the main point of the show. Um, but I am extremely excited about this game. I think that this is going to be the game that... Um, I think it's going to catch a lot of people off guard. I think a lot of people are going to end up liking it. And uh, I'm very excited for this. And I was... I was I was honestly, like, exhaled. Like, I had, like, a relief of, like, okay, like the previews are good about this game you know like like people are liking this game so yeah i'm i'm very much looking forward to this but um you have any closing thoughts about return of Night? we're about to get into it i bought the game last night it's downloaded onto my console it's ready to go very excited for it what do you guys say about return before the game comes out i'm excited to get into it let's see let's see if i can overcome the trials like if like both of us because i don't think there's like choose your difficulty it's this is what the game is like good luck yeah yeah so let's see if we can overcome the trials dude there's some daily challenges there's scoreboards bro like i'm fucking excited for this shit bro i can't wait man i think it'll be a lot of fun let's go baby let's go but uh with that being no i mean with that being said i know this is part of a you know this is definitely an xl save slot but uh you got any uh where can people find you arachnid I'm on Twitter and I'm without fear. Uh, talk about video games, comic books, all that good stuff. Some screenshots here and there. I Hell am yeah. on the PlayStation Source Discord, which you can find in the description under the name of the Arachnite. And that's about it for me. Yeah, and uh, of course, I assume you'll be doing a lot of uh, Returnal screenshots for sure. Oh, yeah. I can definitely imagine that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But of course, this has been Saves Lot Podcast, episode 14, the weekly news show about any and all things PS5, PlayStation games, and PlayStation itself. You can catch us over here on YouTube.com, PlayStation Source, as well as podcast services like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, etc., via our anchor link down below in the description. You can, of course, like the video and or rate the podcast to help us get seen by more viewers so we can grow the PSS family. Once again, write a review. I'll read whatever you put in there. Uh, anything that's not too wild <laughs> you know what I'm saying down below of course you can let us know what you like or dislike about the show and connect with us further on Twitter and Discord in the description if, if you're feeling generous feel free to hit that join button to become a member of the channel with the $1 Prince tier like the people Musa and Arachnite and our $5 King tier members just like Caleb Kaiser, Psychoist Sean City of Bad Gaming and Owen as well and of course this week up on the Shame series you can expect Metal Gear Solid 4 Episode 3. Very excited for that. As well as a Returnal Midnight. Well, a Returnal launch stream. For the East Coast, it'll be midnight. For me, it'll be 9 p.m. Shout out to the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? Shout um, Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, MGS4 Act 3. I'm waiting to hear back from the guys how long this act is. We, if, it's, if it's ever an act in MGS4 that, that is really long... We're going to break it up into Tuesday stream and, and Wednesday stream. So you'll get that act split up across two. I think the only act we'll have to split up is either the fourth 
or fifth act or maybe both acts those seem a little bit long but i think act three might be a regular act size so that one might be um just one stream but i will i will let you all know on twitter and discord um about the stream plans for mgs4 but of course expect returnal stream my first time playing the game on thursday night very hyped for that very excited for that and um yeah that's about it oh also i, I decided that i'm not gonna do a stream series of returnal uh, no i'm not gonna do it no um given that it's a roguelike i'm not sure like maybe i'll do other streams beyond the first premiere stream of returnal like i may do like a stream like here and there but don't expect a full-on comprehensive like stream playthrough of the game you know but do expect first impressions on save slot and the final review of the game on save slot as well so that we check out and probably a spoiler cast too the reviews have spoiler cast for sure um and uh yeah that's about it thank you all for watching and as always greatness, greatness awaits, awaits.